Sports It's see-through Talking all that shit that you done been through You say that you a lesbian girl, me too Hey, girls want girls where I'm from Wait, whoa, yeah Girls want girls, yeah Wait, whoa, whoa, yeah Girls want girls where I'm from Oh, yeah, yeah Girls want girls where I'm from Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah What's up, everybody? Yeah, yeah Hey, yeah, yeah <laughs> I went ham, dude, it was good <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome, everybody, to another <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Installment of the TPS Reports podcast. What's up? Lover boy. Certified. Last week, Donda. This week, CLB. Wait. Certified. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. I got it. I didn't listen to it. I don't. I have no pain. I listened to like four songs. Wasn't there a movie with. CB4. Patrick. Good. Now you're thinking of CDL. It's a commercial driver's license. There's. um. Who's that guy? I think. Oh, you're thinking of CCD, that thing I had to do when I was in the church (laughs) program in middle school. (laughs) Patrick Dempsey. Pat Dempsey. I think he was um, from my get your money right, got my money right verse. Right, I think he was in a movie years ago as a youngster called Lover Boy, where he's a a, delivers pizzas and he's like a gigolo. Okay. They used to play it on Comedy Central, and I watched it when I was homesick from school in middle school. I don't remember this. Let me see. Lover Boy. I'm pretty sure that's the Lo- name of it. Li- liver. Liver. Lo- liver Boy. Lover Boy movie. Uh huh. What's is this? It him? Is in 1989. Who's in it? We Patty? have a, a, a one Patrick Dempsey. Yup. Delivering pizzas doesn't Only pay much. Only Patrick Dempsey vehicle I've ever seen. <laughs> Especially when Randy Bodick needs to earn enough to fund his next semester's like college. He's a young tuition. boy. Boy dick. I get what they were doing there. Go uh-huh. on. Catholic. Uh, during a routine <laughs> delivery, however, Randy meets a sexy older woman named Alex Barbara Carrera. It's like... um The pair become lovers, and soon she's recommending Randy services to all her unhappily married friends. There's like a code. Can I get an extra large sausage? Extra? No, it's like extra anchovies, I think, is the code in the movie where like that means she wants some love. The dick. Right. That dick. That dick. Girl, you know you want dick, dude. Certified... Lover boy. I'm just waiting for Kendrick's album so I can hear stuff like, you know you want to do You know you want to do I only gave a few songs a listen, but I'm going to go ahead and say I like Drake's album more. I got to tell you right now, I uh, and this was something that stemmed from what we talked about, about like a Twitter um, stirring up talk because 1,000 people got something trending. Right. Um, are, you gonna, are you about to play something? Uh, am I? Uh, are you? Second song, this is why it's better than Donda. Because the beat actually drops. Strictly speaking, production-wise. Is this Charlie Wilson? Who's singing that? This is what Donda lacked. Every song lacked this, what's about to come up here. Yeah, right now it's still lacking, but what's about to come up? No lack. No lack in my Mac, yo. three, four. Your count was a little off, but yeah, 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 it dropped. <laughs> Donda didn't have none of this. Yeah. Also, I think this verse just bodies anything Kanye did on that album. Yeah. 
bet there's a lot less pass and a lot more. Yeah, he is. Yeah, running out of options. Put him up for adoption. Sign my name on a dot. This is not luck, baby. This no four leaf, no horseshoe. I'm in the bank to get poor you. I'm in New York on John Chetri. How many songs is on this album? Because Kanye's was like almost 30 or whatever. It's two hours. Not Pepsi. How many is, uh, how long is this album? Let's get to the um, bottom line. Can my attention span handle this? It's only 20 minutes shorter than Donda. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's only 20 minutes? <laughs> no. Sick. <laughs> I don't know how many songs, but it's a lot. Um, but I saw a Twitter thing. More than I'm willing to. I saw King's Disease 2 was tw- trending, and I was like, wait, I forgot Nas did a second. Remember he won for King's Disease a year right. ago, the rap Grammy? Which did I didn't whole- listen to. It was good, but dude, I just li- people were basically saying all this talk this week about Donda versus uh, Certified Lover Boy when Nas had the best rap album of the fucking summer and it bodied all of them or whatever. Well, it, so, he had the Grammy winning one. No, he didn't. He had King's Disease. That was a year ago. He released King's Disease 2 this year. He did a second, same titled new album, and I just listened to it and it kicks fucking ass. Like, I oh, almost okay. texted you. I remember walking around last year, like pre car. Still pre-cum, like pre-walk, yeah, in pre-cumming. my pants. <laughs> I had like it was when I couldn't find quarters to do laundry, and like everything was all the banks were closed. We were <laughs> I still in those days. It was still worse than it is now, and we'll get to how it is now shortly. But anyways, I remember walking around the neighborhood trying to do my chores, you know, and I was like, that kind of soured my mood because I'm looking around like my bank just closed. Every bank and is apparently closed during the week. It was like Wednesday at 2 p.m. I'm just mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? And then I go to a liquor store. I'm like, can you break a dollar, man? I gotta go do laundry. And they're like, no, like nobody. Had, and I'm like, this is this is just aggravating but i remember listening to king's disease the whole time feeling like well you know this is a good new nas album uh my first instinct and i probably should re-listen to king's disease the first one again because i don't really remember i remember just being like yeah it's pretty good i like king's disease too a lot like it's uh off that only one listen each thing i like i can't wait to listen to this one again i'll listen to both again sometimes the sequel's better nas is just better than both of these dudes is what i'm willing to say since the fucking 90s before these other guys were around both of them kanye and drake came Going after nas limb and here. nas is still what saying that nas is better than kanye oh, i thought you're being serious As a so I was like no test me bro <laughs> but really i uh the, the thousand people stir- stirring the shit on twitter we're right about that like stop comparing these two and don't forget like why did we forget about one of the best living mc mcs and like just living or dead you know he's it's nas right so uh i would totally suggest to revisit those once you're done with the hype train i'm not saying you like everybody I'm done. No, I'm right done. you're are you done duh uh, I'll probably listen to Drake's album. I'll probably listen to more of both, but I wasn't like excited about any of these, including Nas's. I forgot. On a strictly lyrical level, I think Drake's much more impressive on this album than Kanye is. I on was Donda. I, just initially like I'm from we're from Chicago. Kanye kind of came out first to me. I didn't know who Drake was, but I knew who Kanye was, and he was working with Talib, Most Def, Chappelle's Block Party. All that stuff was like before I was really I aware that of brand Drake's spanking new through the wire music video in eighth grade. Again, right. staying home sick watching MTV. I got so much staying home sick when I was yeah. a kid. You have to stay home sick a lot. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I thought Poppy's home pipe down and you only live twice. The production is pretty fucking rad. Yeah, you only live twice. Has Rick Ross and Lil Wayne. Also, the best totally track out of the like the, the Nas rap realm, but still I, very repetitive. I listened to Isaiah Rashad's album, and if you want to talk production, that shit is like all over. It's it's slapping. very good. Yeah, super slappers, and it's not like you know. I guess there's different you know whatever sub genres. There's different levels to this shit, hip hop wise, and there's different sounds and all that. But um, so like I wouldn't expect Kanye to make the same sounding song as uh, like Nas. Or, or any, you know what I mean? They're all supposed to be different sounding. And there's this, like, this might not be what... 
our fans would think I find super dope or that uh, <laughs> I'm not really listening for the lyrical content, but the beats are fucking great. Came out busting, came out puffing, came out fucking on your cousin. I do all these fluzes, wizard, then they daddy. And I even like the, the little breathy, like it's like late 90s, 360s. Get it, put it, put it, put it, put We did this with Dylan a year ago, or less than a year ago, but remember we introduced the like sounds dope isn't dope bit with the early single and how it was like, right. she beat fucking in a fucking bitch, I fuck this shit. And we were like, yeah, I think I brought that. You did. And you were like, the beat's amazing. And we were all like, right production off the bat, is great. this beat is fucking amazing. And they didn't do enough with it. But listen to the whole album. There's right a lot of good bat, songs, and the production is This is uh, better than great. any of the production on Donda, in my opinion. Like, this shit, like, gives me the energy that I want if I'm, like, I don't know, looking to listen to a good album, if I'm going for a jog, you know, anything. Just, like, yeah, like, my head's moving. I'm not bored. I told you I was driving down last week listening to Donda, and about halfway through I yelled, Make one for the club, Kanye! What the fuck? Yeah. That's coming from me. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Um, but yeah, there's a Drake's album still very repetitive. Yeah. Half of it sounds like it's one long ass song. And even this House is Burning uh, album by Isaiah Rashad. Um, I guess I can't see it as easily on the I don't know why they desktop. don't show it on the yeah, yeah, yeah how long on is the this computer. Album? Well, either way it's it's significantly less tracks than both, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, not that length of the album is everything. It's not the size of the album, it's the motion in you, but yeah, it's uh It is good. 48 minutes, 16 songs. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I actually, I don't know. I thought I would have listened to some of Drake's shit by now. I didn't. I As opposed to 21 songs, hour and a half. 21. 21. I don't know right why it, like albums, need like they don't need to be over an hour. No, and I'm not like, it's That's not excessive. crazy. I think, I think maybe Royce the Five Nines Allegory album, which I still kind of listen to a lot of, like I just got back into it. That might be over an hour. It might be like, it's not much over it if it is, so it's not like no harm, no foul. But yeah, two hours? What are we doing here? Split it. Split it like fucking King's Disease. Tease people here. It's a better marketing strategy. I thought that was Kanye's whole thing is marketing. Um, the allegory is an hour eight. Yeah, I thought it was and just over. And I love that fucking album. It's not too long to me. It's like a Tarantino movie being almost three hours, but it's not like, a, what was the Scorsese one that was far too long? The Irishman. The Irishman. It's like, Once Upon a, Hollywood, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood not ends, and I want length. more still. Right. I'm not like waiting. And it's the same from albums where I'm just like, all right, I can't listen to really the two Irishman's hours The Irishman's problem was repetitive. not its length. It was the geriatric cast combined yeah. <laughs> with the length. Yeah, it was a, an amalgam of problems. And yeah. honestly, I might watch that again just because I... I saw somebody... Uh, some account I follow uh, was like Goodfellas, Casino, The Irishman. Which would you prefer, uh, a, like a prequel to be made of? And it's a, it's amazing to me how many people have answers. My answer is none. Yeah, easy. Don't need to do it for any of them. They're true stories. We were just talking about how right before we started recording, like reboot movies and why they suck, and like you know race and gender swapping, making Ghostbusters with women and that type of stuff. And I was watching a thing about someone mentioning um, Back I to the Future. I can't imagine like, and if someone tried to like redo that stuff, but like, yeah, just stop bastardizing everything that like. I know it's that's why it's a classic. That, that means you know it's not like let's make a new classic out of it. Right. I know it's not the same because we're the white guys who you know everything has been made for us but like i'm not sitting here asking for them to make an all-white boys in the hood or something no you're not supposed to (laughs) (laughs) and and they i don't think anyone's supposed like should be demanding an all-female ghostbusters or anything like that 
It stinks. Uh, I forgot why we were even talking about that, but um, yeah, too long, too long of albums. I feel like yeah, hour pocket within an hour, you know, that forty minutes to an hour ish. That, that's like the most feels of the right. albums that I recommend on this show that to me are like all time greats. Yeah, are like a half hour. 40 yeah. minutes tops. That's how these podcasts should start being again. <laughs> um, I don't know how many times, uh, especially as of late, where I'll come in or you'll come in and we're like, we got something going on later in the day. I know how many times. It's every week for four <laughs> years. <laughs> every, something going on later in the day and we're like, all right, let's just do an hour, hour and a yeah, half we got, we got to get out of here early this week. We just can't be doing two hours on nothing. And, and then we're, I'm looking at the clock. It's <laughs> two and a half in. I'm like, well, <laughs> never mind. Whoops. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, um, moving along. Something we uh, really should have mentioned last week is that we have a new video out right now. New video alert! Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Uh, so it'll be out everywhere next week. Don't have to be a patron to watch. No, you don't. Um, but the third installment of the Kazam-demic little three package here is out. It's called Meet the Snells, produced by Poetics. And uh, yeah, that was... Um, you know, thanks to everyone who watched that. I've, I was kicking myself last week for like again every week. It's like I don't have much to say. Let's just kind of get through these. Get let the fan questions take over and then wrap it up early. Doesn't work. And then we spend two hours plus not promoting. Literally on September first, the day the podcast came out. Like first thing, we should say a new video out now. And now, we'll yeah, well, <laughs> we didn't say it at all. Sometimes you got Robert Wadlow's staff infection to talk about. Is there and a staff frankly, infection update? More are you, interesting. It's all are good. You all good. I'm good. Finish you gotta my go pills. back to the doc and have them take a peek and make sure give you the thumbs up. I think they told me they recommended um, chainsaw, like, uh, Chop it up. like going to see a doctor yeah. in a couple weeks. So yeah, I'll do that. Hands down, the best part of last week's episode. I, like, I, I don't. I know we each thought of it several times after it ended. I was like, what are the odds that what that are giant man? Died from the thing Term has in the same spot right now. Well, and now. like just the, the Why did we even talk about that? Yeah, you know. Because the tallest guy in America died, and it's like. If he would have died the week earlier, you wouldn't have had a Why didn't infection. he die the week earlier? And why we, didn't that guy die earlier? <laughs> we <of> wouldn't <laughs> have even brought it up. It's amazing. You can't make it up. Um, but what you can do is go to patreon.com slash Palmer Squares and watch Meet the Snells uh, coming everywhere soon. Coming all over your face. Yeah, and. Um, Another thing that we would have loved to have promoted weeks ago is the fact that our Chicago show is requiring uh, proof of vaccination or proof of a negative test within 72 hours. Did I or did I not bring this up weeks ago, not knowing this, but just foreshadowing like i see what's happening with us being able to tour and do our jobs and like when i, found I can out, foresee this happening a lot more in fact we should probably check on the ones we already booked. right when i found out i thought you did know and that's why you had brought it up no so the you know we should probably clear this up a little bit because the chicago show is still happening september 17th and everybody is welcome unless like you have covid19 you should probably skip it you should probably stay home and get well soon and we'll see you at the next one right other than that no every, like Nothing really changed, but this does Unless suck. you got this, one of those, like, uh, diving bell. Th this bothers me primarily. This bothers us because um, we booked the show in July. The tickets have been on sale for weeks, and this was not mentioned. That The policy changed. About like, during our post-show booking, the policy changed. Right. And well, the they, didn't, changed they didn't let us know directly. Post-announcement, post-sale. The tickets had been on sale for about two weeks, and then the policy changed. And that was... Almost that was three weeks ago, right. and we just found out. So we're like, "Why didn't you let us know three weeks ago? We could have been letting our fans know." Because we knew you'd have a problem. with Exactly, it. and now it looks like we were withholding this important information. People should we want to, we want to be transparent. 
Like if, if that were the case, we'd want to announce it with the ticket link that also for this event, here's the rules kind of sucks, but this is the only way we can not cancel it. And, and I'm telling you, we, we fucking canceled this event this week. Like, right. And then we got revived because yada, 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 it was made right. But we were not happy with the communication. Right. Long from story the venue. short. However, found, this is happening everywhere now, we at found least in our city. A, another venue that would offer an alternative to anyone who's not vaccinated to show a test. Uh, it Most was two venues weeks later, in Chicago seem to have instituted whatever. Two weeks ago, they started the best doing this. We can do. Yeah. So even um, looking for another venue, the, uh, we should also mention that the venue for our show, their policy did not allow a negative test. It just right. said vaccination proof only. So we and obviously to- that even splits us as performers. Now you have a problem being able to go do our job that night because now you don't fit their criterion. Right. You know? So me and you, we got to work out our shit, but neither of us, whether we were both unvaccinated or both vaccinated, we don't want to split our fans at all. And if we had to, you could have brought this shit up weeks ago. So we, we had choice words about this and basically fought like, yeah, we said cancel this fucking thing and refund all of our presales. If there are any, you know, now, because we're not going to split our fans. That's not our preference. But uh, if you look back at the emails, you failed to mention it. The, the guy tried to do the thing to her. He's like, no, I'll, I'll forward you the original email. I've been saying since the beginning. And I was like, I'll forward you that you didn't. You're lying. You know, I can I don't prove you wrong. I'm looking right at it. Exactly. I have a paper trail with Nary dates and timestamps in my email since, yeah. since they reached out to us with an offer. Which also, we already had a venue lined up to remake this show. And Chop Shop kind of persuaded us away from it to do it better with them. And we did because we've had successful shows with them in the past. So we felt this was like bad business. This was a little unprofessional and that we just suggested, hey, in the future, you should probably mention such a crucial detail instead of basically sneaking it into fine print in the footer of an email, like after the name, after the website, after the social links, and after the little like secured message thing, the secured message of Google.com protects your fucking, all of that. It was just slipped in there at the very bottom. And guess what? Sorry, maybe I should be more on top of stuff, but when I'm looking and communicating about setting up a Palmer Squares event or doing any of my work, I don't always read the Google is here to protect your uh, encrypted data and blah, 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 all that shit right. at the bottom of I don't an email. To the guy at the end of the commercial. <laughs> right, I can't. Restrictions may apply. Um, so anyways, that's where it also said at the bottom, effective immediately, all shows at this venue now are vaccine proof only. Right. And we're like, you could have just said, you could have called us. Hey guys, uh, j- I got to let you know. It's a, it's, a, it's a pain in the neck, but we're going through some changes. I just don't appreciate how much, how close to the show it is having to add this detail. Right. And, and we just, oh, go ahead. We just wanted a, a venue that would offer an alternative so that regardless of vaccination status, everybody has an opportunity to come. Um, we don't like the idea of drawing a line across our fan base and saying, y'all on this side are welcome and y'all on this side aren't. So what happened was because, mostly because I imagine it was their flop, it was their ball drop of like, they tried to tell us, like we've been saying it since this date and I proved no you haven't and now it's kind of like we're upset about this. And rather than... Uh, yeah, proceed and tell some of our, our pigs they got to stay in their pen. You're too fucking dirty to come in. I don't want to do that. And if they can prove health by card vaccination, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they should be able to prove health by, hey, look, I tested myself 72 hours ago. And, you know, that's what they did for Lollapalooza. It's what most venues in the city are doing. We right. just happen to get a fucking lemon with, with the new policy. We're like, we're not even offering the option. Which so we got me, on the phone and basically said, you have to or we're, we're canceling our event. It almost and, makes it political. And they made an exception, which is like, if the, if the rules are so uh, touch and go that they can 
Offer us a show and book it and put a ticket link out with no mention and no rules in place about this. Then change the rules to be vaccine only and not mention that. And then get on the phone with me and say, hey, I got a few choice words with you about how all of this was unfolding. And we don't appreciate that. So cancel it. Then he gets on the phone with the owners and then the owners change their mind for uh, it's like it's all subject to change every two fucking weeks. Right. And that's what sucks right now. The goalpost is in constant motion. That's just the way it is. But trust, we are at least fighting for uh, uh, the, the fans to be able to... We don't want to cancel this show. And then, of course, we make the announcement. I, I was anxious about having to put this information out in any capacity. You know, having We've to, already we, seen We, we couldn't wait artists. till podcast day to talk about it. We, that's five more days wasted from when we found out already too late. We've already seen other artists have fans... Uh, react in a negative manner, and it happened to, to us too. Not as much as no, I no. expected. No, it did. It did. And I, I was don't appreciate reading through, it. and it was more like people bickering with each other. Than and that's not what the purpose of this post. This totally. post is not supposed to scare people away or make them insecure <laughs> about their beliefs. It's supposed to promote the fact that hey, everybody's still welcome, and it, it's going to be safe. All right, we're trying to make fucking money. We're trying to make a living. And when people are just like boycott any venue that makes you do that, it's like, well, then we just left potentially thousands of dollars on the table. We're trying. We've been unemployed for fucking 15 months, a lot longer than that. If you want to get into it, like we're not, we got a lot to catch up on. And it's yeah. just like, I got to make my living. So when somebody's just like, fuck that boycott, it's like, you can't because this is, this is the way it is. It's a, it's a public health crisis. I don't make the fucking rules. And I'm just trying to make it as fair as we can without having to say, all right, I guess we'll boycott and cancel all of our booked events because, uh, spoiler alert, we have a show coming together in New York. I haven't announced it yet, but it's going to be the same thing. It's New York. It's going to be vaccination only, and we're going to have to tiptoe. Yeah, There's another show. I'm pretty sure Portsmouth. That's going to be uh, either or. It's happening everywhere. Not everywhere. Not Texas, whatever. But like, I don't it, think Boston either, but... They're looking into it. I'm asking about every single fucking booking that's booked right now and is being booked because apparently the way that it goes for some places, they don't like to tell you directly because they know it's going to cause harder work for them to have to get on the phone with people like me and be like, what the fuck? Right. Was I or was I not confrontational as shit? Like in a in a necessary way about like this is not our error here. Well, it's this also is shitty. It's gonna leave a bad taste in someone's. The mouth. way they're doing it is discriminatory, as far as I can see it for our show, especially waiting three right. extra weeks to tell us. Didn't appreciate it's it. It's discrimination based on on health record, uh, and I think leaving it to like a, a concert goer to find out at the show. When they're trying to get in and they don't have what's required. That's a nightmare. I don't want that. It's going to leave a bad taste in people's mouths. I don't know why you wouldn't just put it on the ticket. If they have COVID, they couldn't taste it, though. So that's good. You know what? (laughs) That's a loophole. Um, So make the loopholes work, you guys. No, just like abide by the. This is like a. And I did. I saw some shit, which I expected there to be more of, because like you said, I have seen other people make their announcement. And then it, it it's not just people like, man, some people. Sure. Yeah. A lot of fans. Our fans are cool. Fans of music are cool. But then there's just the folks that only use these to like, there's people that live no, I know these people. I know their accounts. You know, I know our fans. I know there's some of them that are more than fans, collaborators. They're only looking for the like, I guess the comments of the people who will support us, no matter what the inconvenience might be. Like, that sucks. But like, hey, for the squares, I'll at least get tested or whatever. Or, hey, I'm vaxxed, so I'm going to be in that bitch. It's people looking for every comment of support to go, yeah, fascism rules, doesn't it? By the way, our fans on that side of the fence can't decide if it's fascism or the new communist party or Nazi Germany tyranny. Like, it, th- those aren't synonyms. You know what I mean? Well, Nazis like, and fascism are, but... And tyranny, technically. <clears throat> 
but it's like there it's not what's happening here this is not the holocaust that's another word that was used this is it said uh uh like the the finer what do you say like Tyranny at its finest. This is Holocaust shit. No, it's not. It's a Palmer Squares concert during like a health crisis. I no one's being discriminated be, against. It's not the Holocaust, and um, it isn't like communism. It's our show. A, Let us fucking make this work. I think people need to be like executed in mass numbers for it to be Holocaust. Yeah, no shit. I, I commented back. That was the one guy I commented back on and said I was just like finer than Holocaust tyranny. He said tyranny at its finest. And then I said, I didn't realize I let the Jews go to concerts. You know, like this is not the Holocaust, you guys. But there are people only looking for there's there's supportive stuff like, hey, I'll do what I got to do to see the squares. And then the same guy, you know, jumping on every comment who, that is supportive, have fun bowing to Nazi rule and stuff. And it's like, dude. This is, let us please make our living. We don't need, we're not trying to scare people away or make them insecure about wanting to support. That does bother me. One comment that did say like, hey, get vaccinated, guys. Everybody, get fucked, loser. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> faggot. Go was, fuck yourself. That's, that's the fucking... That's, fuck off, loser. <laughs> right. And you know what? These are all TPS fans. And I don't... This is, this is the problem, you guys. You're eating each other. You're coming to our page because you all like what we do, right? Not to eat each other alive. Well, I think it's the problem uh, in general... Is. That is. That's what goes on. It's used. These, it's been used to pit people against each other. Even stuff that division. doesn't have to be political, like something that's medical. Also, I know there's not. It's a gray area, but it's like it's not just fascist politics, Nazi tyranny. It's none of that. Who knows what the global structure and the American structures on course towards? But this is us trying to make our living it's a during little tough times. Orwellian. It's a little authoritarian. It's definitely discriminatory. Yeah, but it might be I'm a little necessary according it, to the motherfuckers making the rules. I'm not using words like Nazis. Um, I don't like it. It's funny because this is all the like. You but it know, is what it is. The anti-vax. I would imagine whatever. There's a lot. Of, I I know these people. Like I said, I know they're like MAGA. Some of them. I know they're like right. That's fine. Believe whatever you want. And it wasn't long ago that the liberal blue side was using words like racist and Nazi just to describe someone making like a joke on Twitter, like right. a comedian making a joke on Twitter. So now, how funny the tables have turned. So are we all holier than thou, or are we all doing the same shit and coming to a place where we actually agree? Whether it's America, left, right, east coast, west coast whoever fought what side in the civil war in your family history it's like now we're supposed to like not d chew each other alive and it doesn't make me happy to see people like shitting on their fellow tps fan just because they say like well glad i got vaxxed i'm gonna be in the show sheep faggot fascist <laughs> sheep that comes up all the time too when i gotta be honest <laughs> from my vantage point it's the anti-vax refusal to even consider it that are full of fear like, I don't feel afraid of shit. That's why I went with, like, I, I got faith in the vaccine. I'm, it's not going to kill me, and my heart's not going to enlarge and explode. In some cases, maybe somebody has to deal with something. Very rare. Seems more often that people have to deal with getting well, sick from you, COVID. That's um, why I did what I did. Because of my decision-making. Not because I'm easily persuaded. I'm a sheep. There's a You're a free thinker, and I'm not. We all have free thoughts. Start fucking using it. It's a little um, hypocritical to say that the numbers uh, with COVID, like, so, so to point out, the death rate of COVID is only 2%, or it's lower than 2%, and that's not enough to get worked up. And then at the same time, be it's like... It's not about just death. People get sick. And then at, the, but at, then at the same time, for people to be like calling it a death jab, when the people who have died from the, the vaccine is way less than... It's extremely less. ...than the small percentage that have died from COVID. So it's like, and when make you up say, your mind. when you say just from COVID, COVID still exacerbates medical issues. Right. If you have something wrong with you, COVID is going to make it worse. It's what goes on. Like we're we're still finding out. Like nobody's a fucking expert. Everybody knows everything. Well, I think, everybody's uh, fucking. I am the smartest man alive. 
Us always, and especially I've said it before in, in Instagram comment sections, everyone is the leading authority on everything. And this is all subject to change. And like, even when people say, like, my kids shouldn't have to wear a mask because kids aren't being affected as, as high of a rate. Like, first of all, wearing a mask is not oppression, so don't draw a, a, a straight line. But also, like, no, but it's conditioning, it's obedience conditioning, dude. By next year, it could be affecting kids more. And who knows? Maybe it's because most people don't want to get fucking vaccinated. I've said it's from the beginning. It's subject to change at any point. When it comes to like kids and should kids go back to school and, and all that, I don't have kids. Yeah, you deal with these fucking I don't have mongrels. an opinion. It's not my, it's not my battle. Yeah, but either way, I'm just saying just because it's like this now and the science we have from like one year's data now and we're all... We all think we know it all. Well, did you see that the study out of Israel and then the Cape Cod and then the thing over here and over there? This is all happening in real time and it's going to keep happening. And COVID, I think even the people who are like taking it more seriously or vaccinated or whatever, like I think it's here to stay. And I think everyone's going to be exposed to it. I think everyone is eventually going to be exposed to it. I also think that it's probably in your best interest to take preventative measures or when you are inevitably exposed to it, to be exposed to it while vaccinated is probably the smarter thing or the better for your immune system thing. Right. I think that's better because it, it is, it's going to, nobody thinks it's going away. I don't, it's here, but I want to, I want to do my job with it here, you know, without my fans telling my other fans why they should boycott, why we shouldn't get to try to make our money. We almost canceled the fucking show. That's worse than, than just adhering to these rules. And when they, and it, as well, long as no one cancel, is discriminated so against 100% and they all have a chance to say like, hey, look, just like I have to show my ID that I'm 18 and up, now you have to show a second fucking ID that says I'm not sick as fuck right now. Like, but the that thing sucks that's and that shouldn't me, be here forever. That should go away as soon as humanly possible. What's interesting but for to now me it's here. is that, uh, so a venue like they were saying they weren't going to allow proof of a negative test. They're only allowing vaccination. It's like... All I had to do was bitch. You and seem then it to, changed. It seems to be more political than scientific at that point. And uh, it's like showing... To me, showing proof of a negative test from within 72 hours or less of the event yeah. is better than showing a vaccine card now that it's been proven that you can still catch it and spread it after being vaccinated. So someone who's vaccinated four months ago could show you that card and very well have COVID. Somebody could have been tested negative 48 hours ago and then contracted it that morning. But I think it's it all takes, a question mark. I think it takes days for you to be contagious, uh, like a few days after your infection. Either way. Again, again. I am the smartest man <laughs> That's all Do I we thinks. all know anything about this? That's all I think. Exactly. It's but opinions. To me, someone with a negative test from 24 hours ago is technically like more... Time matters, sure. It's more sure that they're not... They don't have it than someone with a vaccine card from four months ago. Right. And either way, as long and as they're not... to not allow the test guy is like, why not? And to not allow Politics? either side, exactly. To, not, to tell our fans, I just... Look, I got a... I've, I've like built a career. We've built this out of our fans the support structure beneath us that is them i don't like I'll, I'll fight for them easier than i do for like my own family sometimes where it's just like sometimes i felt more support for my fans than like my dad in my fucking life you know what i mean and it's yeah. like when i see people attacking them for what seems like i thought we were like hey just this wasn't like and the guy who said hey i'm vaccinated you should get vaccinated he wasn't attacking anyone individually but then 25 fucking shitheads have to attack him individually i almost dm'd him to say like hey i'm sorry about that this isn't like a reflection of our fan base but that it was is uncalled for it but was. the fuck off loser comment made me laugh cool well 25 of them <laughs> is just like and then that wasn't it you know it's the holocaust it's nazi germany it's just it's fascism it's communism i don't i think it's none of the above i think that it's a palmer square show in wicker park well and also uh 
yeah, people have to understand, we were going to cancel the show so that we can book it somewhere that's still requiring the two the two things. There's nowhere. The well, not we just nowhere, but an it's alternative. pretty fucking hard to find a venue in Chicago right now that lets no, no asterisk, nothing. There might be nothing. one or two that I'm aware of, and they're all booked for the next, like, for the months. Right, everyone's future. trying to play there because exactly. they don't want to fucking divide their fans either. And even when I talk to the promoter, he gets on the phone. He's like, "Dude, it's been such a headache. I've been on the phone having the same combo a dozen times this week." I'm which, like, "Yeah, that makes sense." And it, and which told me you went about this intentionally because you knew we were going to be like, uh, "Is there something we can do about that? We don't like that. Can we cancel? Can we postpone?" So, with the exception of Boston, which might I just have I don't know for sure yet. I'm contacting everywhere directly now, and everywhere we have booked so far has the either or stipulation except Boston and except Skankfest where it's already sold out so too bad and we just booked a show at uh, the Creek and Cave in Austin, Texas comedy club it's kind of just a nerdy whatever pipe dream why not play the comedy club right across from where we played last it's fucking time fucking awesome um, we're playing the Creek and that's the where cave. we that's where we went on Legion of Skanks in, in New York we've just supported that club the OG Creek in the Cave so uh, after Skankfest we're like why don't we stay in Texas and try and book another show look my vaccine immunity might be wearing off by then I'm gonna go to fucking a place called Skankfest I know like most people aren't on my team here as far as like getting the jab or whatever. I just know that we're all at risk and I'm willing to, I just, I got to fucking live my life. Right. I got to still try to make my living and play these shows and like experience things. And like it, it, it I still think it's better right now than it was a year ago when I was ramping up to a fucking like depression breakdown, mental breakdown. It was just like, that's because they People wouldn't let you do anything. Also, now they're trying and it sucks. It just sucks that we have to follow an extra rule or two. But yeah, the really the rule is if you know you have COVID, like please just don't come. My mom's coming to the fucking show. I don't want to get my mom sick. You know what I mean? Like that's it. Everyone else is welcome. <laughs> um yeah, and what people I think are also short-sighted on is like to just immediately call the venue Nazis and tyrannical. Boycott like, anywhere that makes you do this. No, because then no one's going to have a fucking the job. The venue's also been shut down for a long time and they're doing Everybody's what, been on unemployment. They're doing what they can to ensure that their staff doesn't get infected and then they have to uh, shut down again. Infection. Nice. <laughs> and then they have to shut down again and and so on and so forth. Um, ultimately to get a free test at CVS, I've done it like five times. But I also it's not I would hard. You just got to book it like a week or two in advance. I know, but you know what is hard them. though. Like when I got to be on the road with you, you don't have to pay going with you and having to stop every seventy two hours for test updates when you could have to go to the CVS once, get a Johnson and Johnson shot, and then that's it. You know, like you have the options, and if you're I gonna get be it, I'm fine. The least effective one, stubborn ass. Do whatever your stubborn ass wants. <laughs> it's but a silent as protest. long as your stubbornness doesn't stop the Palmer Squares from having a career ten fucking years earlier than it needed to happen, like you know, it it doesn't have to be this way. And I was talking to Term privately the other day about this when we found out, and it's like. I, when I came around, I just did it because I changed my tune and I researched things that were less opinion-based and more data-based. And I was like, whatever. Like, It just seems like the right thing. It would make me more comfortable and less anxious to go to Texas and everywhere personally and do it. Uh, like, I feel like our fans want to know that we, you know, they're at a safe show too. And just in general, like, I don't want to be at a CVS. I'm not going to be on the road with you stopping every 72 hours to get your fucking... That's so unnecessary. We're like... Look, you might, I, I know there's a lot of fear still and like, fuck that mystery government Kool-Aid and shit like that in our comments. And it's like, I don't think it's much of a mystery. I've, I still think the jury's out on like long term. But either way, I've not been shit, touting. The shit stops. Like, even the vaccine stops working stuff. after like eight months. And you got, you know, even if you got it, 
it's out of your system like a cold <laughs> over time, and you'd have to choose whether or not you get a booster. Where it's not like they got you forever. They already got you. You pay taxes. You have a fucking iPhone tracking your every move. You're on the grid. You're all on the fucking grid. It's just... And, and we're all, especially people our age, I think they forget that like our, their, our parents had to make decisions. We don't have kids, like you said, so I don't give a fuck. I don't know. I don't give a fuck about kids. Anything but I know my that, mom got me vaccinated. Right. And I know that a chicken pox killed even less people. And it was kids. People care more about kids. It was killing kids, but only like 100 a year. And now it's none because of vaccines. Like, so with the low death rate, it's like, yeah, but 100 kids dying was still serious enough for them to make a vaccine effective enough over time that now you don't even have to worry about chicken pox, really. Like... I, I don't remember that because I wasn't a parent when it happened 30 fucking years ago. But my mom was. I also got flu shots several times. And yeah, my experience, I've spoken about it before, was that I, I still got the flu and the symptoms of the shot, just like some people get bad symptoms from COVID shots. Obviously not the same. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, vaccine, it's not the same uh, condition it's trying to correct and control. But I didn't like it. And I decided that I wasn't going to get flu shots anymore because I still got sick. In fact, it seemed like more often around getting the shot that I was getting sick. But the difference being that I decided for myself. I didn't spend my entire life growing up saying, I'll never get one. I'm afraid the government's going to put some shit that's mystery in me. And it's, well, like, and it's also like, I'll decide in the future based on growing science and data if I want to get boosters and when it's necessary. But I, I went through it. Dude, I shared, I was sat a foot away from term sharing joints while he had COVID, while he was becoming contagious. I, I was fine, and I do attribute that to like decision making, you know. So that's where I stand on it. I just don't want to stop stop lo lo making money because of avoidable scenario. We do it all the time, way before COVID, you know, being stubborn or not wanting to do TikTok or whatever. Like people are finding success on it's like it stops us at every goddamn turn. And I this is a little, this might be too much of an ask long term, you know. Like, I'll rent a separate car if I can go to the hotel earlier and not go with you to get rapid test results and start chopping up forgery COVID vaccine like cards. I don't care. Like, I don't want to do it's that. the same thing as stopping at CVS to buy a water. Well, you don't have to do it every single fucking time. And if every day we're going to be playing a show on a tour, it's just going to be kind of a pain in the ass. And I don't need things. It's, it's my hard work that goes into a lot of this. And I don't need to be inconvenienced, furthermore, in avoidable scenarios. Like... It just seems like it is going to be a bigger problem. And for right now, I feel the same as you. I don't want to do anything that discriminates our fan base. But I also, like, there's such an easy other alternative that is safe. It's fine. It's just fine. Everybody you know is vaccinated except a couple of people probably, and they're fine. Like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see it being important enough to make me say, all right, I'm going to go find a different career path because I worked for 15 fucking years to get to this point, and we're about to, like... I don't think that's necessary. Neither I don't think you know you holding out forever is necessary either. But we don't you know it's necessity. What's a necessity and what's not? Making my living is a necessity. I know that much. And I personally like it. Just stops at me not thinking that it's necessary for me to get, and that I'm okay. And then if I I already got COVID, it's not all about you either. It's about it like you standing next to my family at a show. You know, it's it, about anybody that is stubborn and wants to go fuck you, loser. I'll make a fake card and go in there, and now they're standing next to my mom at the merch table. But to me, she, to, for somebody I don't want to that like to uh, somebody who doesn't want to get it, and then uh, and on top of not wanting to get it every day, like spends f hours upon hours like researching to justify they're not wanting to get it. It's like. 
Yes, it's a, another waste of time. Can you please start writing verses and making merch designs before? Like we have to maintain no, our, not, our and I'm research wider remain I'm saying like this. I decided I don't need it and I'm fine, and it ends there. I'm not waking up every day to fucking find an article to justify where I stand. It's like fucking go on with your life, and if you spend every day trying to find articles trying to, to justify the way and, you stand, and people like, want to be stubborn and say I'm never going to get it. Go you on sound with your life. Insecure in, in in your stance if you're going about it trying to every day find shit to justify and show people like just go go live your life whether you try whether it. you try all day to justify it or not like you're all contributing to like why this isn't ending it's not the fucking team that's at least trying well, i don't think it's anywhere it's not trying. vaccinated's fault that uh the government shuts down again it's not up to them no but getting the uh spread of virus and the uh like the severity of disease of virus under control, not eradicated. Yes, it is. It's up to all of us to figure this out, to figure out how to do our, make our livings and not stay locked down and not make, you know, give the government another fucking reason. Well, more people are dying. So we got to lock down again. I don't want to get locked down. I want to keep playing my shows. And if we have to fuck with these stupid rules for right now, it's like, it could be a lot worse. This is not Nazi Germany. I just want to play this show. And, but I want to do that consistently. I want to not wait around and like, have to jeopardize our income and our fans. Like, like a, people will see these posts about the rule and whether they're healthy or some people just go like, no, fuck the squares. Like, fuck them for not boycotting the venue. Like, they used to be cool. That sucks. It's, it is already drawing a line in our fans when I have to make these posts because I don't know how to do it like in the most professional, appropriate way. The, the, I think the what fans has to be done though is the show must between. go on is the point. Right. Um, no artist that you're a fan of is going to have... I mean, we're not in a position where we're going to have a say at every venue. Um, but the least we can do is try and make sure that there's always going to be an alternative so that everybody has an opportunity to come. This idea that we should boycott any venue with any regulation is like... It's like the people who say they don't want to see us blow up because we're their favorite and they want to always just have us little independents as their favorite. It's like, do you want anything good for us? Because... We, you know, we need to make money. This is a career. It's not just a hobby. We're not well, just. Playing. I just know this is not stopping after our handful of fall dates that we've already worked to establish. Like, you know, we just we've been we don't have a booking agent, but we might soon. We've been like I've been working this angle for months to try and get us help in that department, and it's like I might just tell the guy to fucking not waste his time right now because I don't look at the future of these shows as something that's going to be even. I don't know. There, there's going to be a lot of cancellations and postponements. And things that make our fans not want to come. And it just is discouraging me right now. It sucks. I don't want it to be this way either. I wish there were just anybody could walk in. Mm -hmm. Just you got to be 18 or 21 or whatever the fuck. And then you get in the show. I just That's wish it, it was that way. Was. But if it's I have not. A fever, I, if I don't have a fever and I'm not coughing, I think I'll go see some live music. Exactly. Um, but yeah, this is going to continue being uh, an issue. And I just want to make my living. Like I could, I, get, I could figure out another way to do it if I have to. But it, I shouldn't. Nobody should have to. That's why I'm not going to be boycotting this venue. I'm telling you right now, we canceled it, and then they revived it by saying, this was our fuck-up, and we're going to make an exception because we did do you guys a little dirty on this one. Now that we look back, you're right. But that, I, yeah, we don't have the wiggle room. We don't have executive decision-making power when we go on the road. So there's just more road bumps now. You know, it sucks. I don't want to deal with it either. But it's the way it is, and I'm not thinking about just the rest of this year. I'm thinking about the next five because COVID's fucking here and everybody's divided. I don't want to have to like, I don't even like talking politics. I don't give a fuck who you vote for. I do give a fuck about like keeping myself and my friends and my family and my fans 
safe and comfortable, especially if we're inviting them into something we're coordinating. But I wasn't too worried about it. And then the vaccine only thing bothered me. Also, this place is like a 550 cap. You know, you could fit that many people in there. We're not going to even pull a quarter of that. And a year ago, before vaccines, they were doing quarter half capacities at venues just like this. Right. And I'm like, it's just too extreme. And I, I am the one juggling these fucking flaming knives. I'm the one emailing the promoters. Before we get a booking agent, it's me trying to book these fucking things. It's a pain in the ass. It's a big pain in the ass. And I don't want to have to deal with it either when, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for any of this shit. I just want people to not be scaring our fans away when we have to be transparent and encourage them to support independent music. Right. It's not the Holocaust, motherfucker. Stop telling my fans that they're going to a, a, a gas chamber. You know, that's too much. And that's not the people who support uh, precautionary measures saying that. It's the assholes and the stubborns, the fear-filled, you know? Not me. I'd rather self-quarantine the rest of my life than go to a show. There's a little fear oh, on, fuck yourself. fear on every side. You know what? This calls for... Where is it? We don't play this one week to week. Uh, oh, shut the fuck up and have a day, uh, asshole. Hashtag asshole. angry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this one because it actually makes me feel better instantly when I hear it. I try to break to this and it's like a laugh and it's silly and I like it. Um, but no, that does bother me. I don't, like, just keep that shit off of there. You know what I mean? It, it's A lot of it's unnecessary. Go to your meme pages and that bullshit if you want to be like, fuck off, fascist, loser, sheep. Don't come to fellow TPS fans and be a shithead when we're trying to make a living. I don't appreciate or it. Or just be civil. That's what I'm saying. There's, there were plenty of people, by the way, that also don't like this, and they're just like, you God, say, it's, they're like, good on you for having to jump through hoops, man. I hope you got good luck with all of these stipulations. It's like, you could say that. You don't have to say fuck off, you fucking sheep. One girl was so nice about her, or like she said, she said, uh, you know, like you seem a tad silly saying you'd never get vaccinated, and then someone's like, you seem a tad silly that you would. And then they were, then they go to her profile, and it's like, that, yeah, you got pronouns in your profile. I should have known you were mentally retarded. And I'm like, all right, now you're bullying a woman for just being respectful and having an opinion. Those fans can fuck themselves. I don't like them. He loves the cop. Yeah, that's all you. Do Believe whatever you want. Just stop being a fucking cunt to the people that support us. I thought you were one of them. Help us be supported. Let people come to our show without scaring them out the fucking line. No, it's going to be fascist Germany boycott. I don't need that propaganda on our page. And there's going to be a lot more of it because we're going to have to let people know how this is. And then instead of people... Dude, I wish we could post a snippet for Meet the Snells and get 100 fucking comments on it like this shit. But that's not what the purpose of this post is. It's to promote our show, not right. to stir up 100 comments of shit. You want to give us 100 comments of shit? Tell us we suck at rapping. Tell us something about our creative input. This is not the, the, the comment section for you to diarrhea all over. There's plenty of them. Go do it over there. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, guys. <laughs> um, here, let's let's uh, stay on more of the same, but let it uh, break up. I saw there was one thing uh, pretty much about all this. Hey, guys. Uh, so I know I already know your guys' opinion on this for the most part, but um, I want to see where you're at with what's going on in relevance to <clears> – <throat> Get to the question. Uh, the COVID situation. I know that you guys don't work or whatever, um, but at my job, <laughs> uh, he's right. He's right. We don't work, and we're not gonna. Whatever. And we're not gonna be able to. We now had to like sign this thing that gave you the option of telling them if you're vaccinated, if you're not vaccinated, or if you don't choose to disclose that information. But the problem is, 
if you choose to not disclose that information, you're basically it disclosing. Says that yeah. They're going to treat you as if you didn't get it anyway. Um, I mean, which obviously, if you choose not to disclose, you're trying to get around that. But still, so now, like, <clears throat> my I just brought <coughs> my brother. As a the uh, ethics. <laughs> uh, Think about ethics. <laughs> Go on. <clears throat> my, I had to drive my brother to the fucking Walmart the other day to get his shot because he's afraid he's not going to be able to fly to, out to see his girlfriend or whatever if he doesn't get it. So now, like, I got my bosses asking me, like, why I don't get it. And it's like, for one, I don't feel comfortable being coerced into fucking sticking my arm or something, too. And I, I know this isn't a good answer because it's very subjective, but, like, I also didn't want to be coerced and pressured into that. And I felt it at the beginning of the year. I felt it from people like, you know, my girlfriend wanted to go see her family and I didn't get to go on that trip because I wasn't, you know, like travel and all the concerns and stuff. And I was like, look, I don't, I'll skip this one and I'll get vaccinated when I'm ready. That's my main thing. And that's what I've said pretty much primarily is like, it sucks because the longer you wait, the, 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 I guess the worse it's looking like it's getting and they're going to take more precautions to control the fucking how much worse it's getting. But you shouldn't have to come around for any other reason than like, all right, I did more research. I just stopped listening to, I don't know. Just balance what you're looking at because it's it's you can go anywhere on the internet and validate your opinion and your belief, but there is data and there are like medical journals. There are nurses that'll tell you about their experiences. You can also look at people protesting and storming out of fucking hospitals in the South because unvaccinated people are taking up all their beds and they don't need to be. You know, there's like go just do. You can also find more statements re- from hospitals saying that our beds are not being taken up by unvaccinated sure. people and people overdosing it, on ivermectin. Even making my point. Go to whatever fucking website you, you want. Go to the internet and you'll find validation. Period. You know, it's going to happen. That's why I would prefer to just like, I made up my mind. It seems genuinely to me like, all right, this is probably the smarter thing to do. That's how I felt about it. Could be wrong. A lot of people say, I'm never going to get that and I don't need to. And that's the smart thing to do. I don't know. Could be wrong. But that's how I fucking, we're all different, you know, but I think there should be no reason to come around other than I've decided this is probably the right thing to do. And when you look at it, they're less uh, severe disease like you don't get sick from the vaccine anywhere near like you do from covid it's i think it's a very blatant thing even if the deaths are low and most people have pre-existing conditions and all that it still all adds up to covid is worse than the vaccine that's what i think that i'm trying to have more faith than fear i just can't live my life being afraid that i'm going to be infected by right mystery government kool-aid like i don't think that's what's going on but yeah to to not feel the same as me and now you have to change your mind because you think you can't visit your girlfriend overseas and you think you're going to lose your job and you think that and like you are now it's being forced you've said the whole time like for a year and a half like you've said i'm stubborn i'll probably get it one day when they make life too hard for me to go play my shit it's like it's now which it's, at the it's same now. time is like a reason not to get it and i understand that's that. fine but it's also a reason for us not to play as many shows because we're not going to make any fucking money um and i think it makes a lot more sense to make or have that decision that you don't want to get it if you've already had the virus and seen for yourself that like it didn't affect me. Well, what was your excuse for a year much. and change, a year and a half before you got it last month? You know, you changed your tune when you get it, and now you don't understand why people. Well, I guess my excuse haven't gotten was it. that I I felt that if I did get it, it's not going to affect me, and I was right. I did get it, and it didn't really affect but it's me not much. I had a fever for you. one day. I don't. You don't remember this, and my mom brought it up recently because I kind of don't remember it. But my mom got really sick two years ago, and it was from our Halloween show, and she attributed she attributes it to you and P, like I. 
know you were sick leading up to that show and at the show. Not COVID. It was months before COVID. Yes. I was sick at that show? Like, I would expect her recounting to be better than yours from something two years ago either way. But I know that my mom was very sick and she couldn't go to work. And she, like, she's a smoker and stuff, so that doesn't help her health. But she couldn't even smoke a cigarette because her fucking respiratory was fucked. And it got... There's a very likely chance that you've already got my mom sick at a show. It's a concern, but you wouldn't care because you're, you know you'll be fine. You know that. And I know it doesn't feel good to hear that, but I, it, doesn't, it doesn't make me feel good to hear that. My mom's brought it up. She's insecure about going to the show because of the fucking people in the posts that, and people that are just willing to make fake vaccine cards and not give a fuck to take a precautionary measure. And now I got to tell my mom preemptively, maybe sit this one out because I don't know and I don't want you to feel anxious. Things, bad things can happen. You can also be healthy enough to handle the vaccine. If you can handle COVID, you can handle the vaccine. Maybe you wouldn't have gotten a staph infection and it just would have been a little bruise if you hadn't had COVID four weeks earlier. Nobody knows. It's got nothing to do with it. I know my girlfriend had a friend die yesterday from like, she had COVID, she got symptoms, and then the COVID went away and the symptoms didn't. She stayed with respiratory issues. And I don't know, I'm not, I don't have the fucking uh, autopsy report in front of me. Right. But I'm pretty sure from what I've heard that... She would not be dead as of yesterday. Like, this just happened. I'm once removed from somebody who died from, like, long-term COVID symptoms. It's happening. Somebody passed it to her, and it stayed with her. And COVID didn't, Was that but it created vaccinated? new issues. Probably now, but they, had got, they got COVID months ago. And then after so they, they got, got COVID, post- I think they had got vaccinated. And they had, had COVID plus vaccination, not alive anymore. And I don't know that for a fact. I don't know this woman. My Which, girlfriend was just fucking mourning her loss yesterday. Right. And that's terrible. Exactly. It's uh, terrible, but it's not you. So it doesn't really matter. So there's not much more to think about. The studies out of Israeli or the Israeli studies say that that's like the most protected a person can be. Well, I, and I said, I don't know, but I would imagine this person. I think so. I think they would have. I, I don't know if they got COVID before or after the vaccine was even offered to them. You know what I mean? Like they had it a while ago mm-hmm. and then it went away and the symptoms stayed and they're not alive anymore. And my girlfriend works with them every week for a long time. It's like it, they're, they, they're gone. You know, it's getting closer. It's getting closer. And just because it's not that close to you yet. I'm sorry. I don't really appreciate the just stubborn selfishness when I already can see into next year and I'm losing money. I'm losing money because you're fine. You know? It's going to get to that point, and it makes me insecure, and it makes me upset because I'm not going to ever change your mind. I'm only going to change my reaction to what everybody else is deciding, and if that means I can't play shows because i got to make my money somewhere else, I'll have to change me. I'm comfortable with doing that. It's not my goal. I didn't spend 15 years getting this close to like spending another 10 or 15, even doing even better, to say, ah, I should probably switch paths now because it's just too hard. It's fascist Nazi Germany. I, just, I don't see it that way, and I don't want stubbornness and selfishness, I'm sorry, to like plague the future of our career. I work my fucking ass off to get to where I'm at, you know? And I just want to keep working my ass off and get even farther. There's a lot of roadblocks already before COVID, and then the fucking road just got repaved, you know? It's got stones. It's a fucking pothole. It's, it's terrible. You can't drive on this road right now, but I'm trying. I'm driving really slow. <laughs> I'm driving. I'm doing the best that I can. And I can just, you know, I'm just focusing on the rest of this year. But if I look beyond that and maybe we do have booking representation and we're able to play a lot more shows. No, I don't want to deal with very avoidable situations, you know, where like, I I don't know, maybe I'll have my tune changed and there'll be some breakthrough data that, ah, gotcha. Everybody who got vaccinated is actually going to die in 60 days and it's going to be a new Saw movie. (laughs) It's the fucking, you know, maybe, 
Anything could happen. I don't know. But for the time being, I'm going to do whatever it takes to like feel like I'm doing the right thing for me, the people I care about, including my fans, and to make my living because I care about me too. Uh-huh. I care about my fucking bank account. And it's we can just keep making money off the dwindling spooky language streams as time goes on, or we could keep working. This is going to... It's literally probably like a halfway point in our career. We've done, what, 15 years? Trying to go for 15 more, not trying to be in my 60s 15? out here. Dude, we're not going to make it 15. But I'm saying we might not make it 15 months. I don't know. I'm saying, has it been 15? Years? Yes, because 15 I mean, years ago, I was 18, and we were rapping when I was in high school. Since recording... Uh, Ordinary Dogs. How G is this? <laughs> on a scale wait, from, the song uh, I'm thinking of? <laughs> Jim Jones the hot. is a faggot. Something but a hot. Because I'm not. What was that song? Mm, it, was, it was called This Is Why I'm Hot. This Is Why I'm Hot. Doy. We remixed it way long ago, and it's terrible. <laughs> Please don't bring that up. Too late. Well, everybody say I'm hot. I'm saying I'm cold. Hey! <laughs> no. Your flows are flimsy, Mimsy. <laughs> wow. Let's go, baby. I hear this shit a lot about the rhymes I got. They really fucking hot. But me, I think they not. Hell See, yeah. I smoke a lot of yeah. pot. And everyone forgot. You in it for the hip. I'm, I'm in, in it for the hop. You know what? We should quit. Yeah. We've been working this hard and we're how much better than that? Like, we're better, but enough for 10 more 15 years now. Let's just fucking hang it up now. Uh, oh, uh, he's not done. The two companies that make this shit one of them has multiple lawsuits to get against them more than one of them probably and the other pfizer paid the johnson and johnson also has like a history i know that they have they aren't they talcum powder and all that shit pfizer paid um the largest criminal fine in u.s history and it was for lying about their their product yeah and that's not like conspiracy theory right it was uh 2.3 billion dollars to settle a civil suit criminal charges the two companies that the drug make this extra. shit, one of them has multiple lawsuits to get against them, and the other, uh, like, for fucking giving babies cancer, and the other one makes boner. However, I know, I know these are things that are going to scare you, but did Why? the COVID vaccine give the babies cancer? Does the fact that that happened mean, without a, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that the COVID vaccine is unsafe because they make more than this one vaccine? No, but I get what he's saying about uh, of course, Pfizer, if babies are dying, you should take it seriously. Pfizer being a hard company to take at their word because they've lied to the public so many times in the past to the point where they had to pay $2.3 billion in a criminal civil case. Yeah, but so do all the news organizations we watch. They have to settle up, and we're still watching it for the fucking news. I don't news. watch them for my news. And, I, and yeah, I don't get... <laughs> Why people go back to CNN or MSNBC after they've repeatedly been exposed for lying to the public? Because that's I don't know. All business is bad business in some regard, and it's but you um, know, is is it fascism? Is it tyranny? Is it communism? Or is it American? Is apple pie? His second point though is that the other on. one makes boner pills. So what? And the other like for fucking giving babies cancer, and the other one makes boner pills. So like, I don't yeah, feel when do we get all anti-boner pills in this country? <laughs> I'm pro boner pill. I'm pro boner altogether. Pro bono. I'm pro bone. Um, but again, like, are we talking about boner pills? Are we talking, it's a a lot of companies make more than one thing. Like I said about, uh, uh, my friend trying to red pill me about how Moderna or somebody also has like, they, they produce a chemical that's in Roundup. I'm like, yeah, well, PepsiCo produces Aquafina and it doesn't mean I say Aquafina now, like the Asian, right? Uh, (laughs) they produce Aquafina. It doesn't mean I'm going to get diabetes if I drink too much water. That's what I'm saying is like, I'm not going to get, I'm become a diabetic. (laughs) For drinking PepsiCo's water. They make more than one thing. So I get the distrust, and I'm not saying there's zero truth to be explored in any of this, but there are not also 
straight lines drawn. You could go bonkers all over with the fucking zigzag crazy straw, but there's not a straight line drawn between a boner pill and the efficacy of the COVID vax, no matter who's right. making it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, who do you who do you trust and why? Who who do you listen to and trust their opinion and why? Like, it should be just yourself, and hopefully, you do whatever like feels right to you. But yeah, at this point, you're gonna keep waiting around, and I think organizations because of their fear of losing clients, their fear of people getting sick and their business getting a bad rap, and the fear that if they don't um, do something themselves that the government is going to shut them down again, they're going to make people start signing papers like this guy. I think it's uh, also the fear from the insurance companies that cover their health policies uh, who don't want to pay for people's treatment who got COVID and didn't get vaccinated. Um, I think a lot of this has to do with just being in the pocket of big insurance and big pharma right. and so on and so well, forth. Well, I'm not a big insurer and I'm not a pharmacist and I'm not a doctor and I'm not a scientist. What I want people to know is that it does not cost any extra money. It does cost a little extra time and it's an inconvenience for the instance of our show. Yes, there is an extra step now, but you don't have to be vaccinated. And you don't have to tell people who are and want to come to the show in our comment section that they're fucking idiots and there they shouldn't. There is something, though, to people being curious about the fact that it doesn't cost anything. And I was going to say, both options are free for you to receive, the vaccine and the test. But it doesn't cost anything, and the companies who administer it are still making billions of dollars. And that's something to, to be curious about. Well, I don't understand money. Like All I, I understand the money that my fan is going to pay to come in. So you don't have to pay money. For the negative test, you just have to spend time, and you don't have to pay money to get the vaccine if you wanted to choose that route and you haven't already. You just have to spend time. It's not like... Uh, People are making money behind the scenes regardless. It's not like Jonas Salk coming up with the vaccine for polio and then demanding that it not be patented so that everybody can have it for free. Like, these companies oh, have no, patented that was how it. many years ago? These com- but he's also just a good person. Exactly. There are no good people anymore he's as far as Pfizer. the dollar is concerned. Pfizer wants it patented and they want to make money and they are making money Nothing's off free it. in this country. That's why I'm not touting freedom for it. and my freedom is being taken away right now because I didn't feel like a free individual in this country for the first 33 years of my life. We're not free. We all know the cost of living. And right now, there's some extra time expenditure. And there are investors and CEOs of corporations investing billions and that doesn't paint clear lines to me that say it's still a worse idea to get vaccinated. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't even give a fuck. Not a doctor, not a scientist. Don't listen to me or listen to me. I want you to come to my show, but you're going to have to bring a thing and it doesn't cost you any extra money. But right. billions are being made behind the curtain. I don't care. I want you to come to my show. I don't want people to get scared away. It has nothing to do with attending show. our show. I just like. I want to keep playing my shows. People's suspicion of big pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer, I think, is pretty warranted. I'm not saying it isn't. And I'm not saying I have trust in the it. government. I don't just outwardly trust our government. But th- I don't see this as being a strictly government issue. Yeah, they got their hands in everything. It's the government. But this is a public health crisis issue. This is a medical issue. I will listen to professionals and use some of their data. Look, dude, you can. I see the data of like how much little the deaths are when they're not combined with other il- illnesses. And what, what is it? 6%. Comorbidities and um, pre-existing con- conditions. Six percent. It was written off as a conspiracy theory because one QAnon guy said it, and then and then everyone got to That's say still, that, again. That doesn't show me that the other ninety four percent weren't influenced says, by the negative effects of COVID. Anyone who says that only six percent of the people who died uh, died strictly of COVID is just mimicking or echoing a conspiracy theory by QAnon. Uh, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's like the CDC's actual numbers. That's not to say that. The other large percentage of people who died from COVID plus this wouldn't have died without COVID. Right. 
Uh, and in the case of like my girlfriend's friend it's a who just passed away, at best, my girlfriend's friend who just died theory. this week. I don't know. I don't know. But if there was anything to the truth of the long haul effects of whatever the respiratory issues, she was having shortness of breath. I guess she was getting dizzy at work and things and things that weren't plaguing her last year, like before getting sick mm-hmm. and st- like. It's not, well, they didn't even have COVID at time of death, and they had, you're, you're always going to be looking for something. How old were they? How much did they weigh? What was she wearing? She was asking for it. The point is that they're dead now, you know, and there are like avoidable uh, issue or preventative measures can be taken, and I think they did take them. It just, it got them, and maybe it wasn't. Maybe they got in a fucking drunk driving accident. I don't know. I'll get more info as the week goes on oh, you about her. I don't know for like I said I don't have the autopsy report in front of me right. but people know her know what she was suffering from and what she went through after covid okay. but again your instinct is to go you don't even know she probably didn't even die from covid like I don't know this woman I just don't want it to keep getting closer to me and I don't want it to get closer to you I don't want somebody stubborn more than you in your life to get sick or hospitalized or have a long term issue anything I don't know how your brothers and your family feel I don't really give a fuck but like I sort of do. I know them. Like, I would want nothing bad to ever happen to them. And like I said, 30 minutes ago into this conversation, it's probably, I don't know, it's probably better that when you are inevitably exposed to this bullshit, to have taken precautionary measures instead of none and stubbornly said, I will not. Because I think it is coming for people. I think it is going to affect people and, well, only this many people die from it and only this many people die without it combining with their other respiratory issue. It doesn't mean that that's like not more serious then what the worst thing that could happen from being vaccinated is, you know, like this doesn't have to be such a divisive issue on the ground level with me and my friends and my family and stuff. Let the billionaire CEO investors make it a big fucking deal. I want to live my life down here. I'm not running for president. I'm not ever going to be investing billions of dollars and stuff. It's like Patrice's joke. Like I don't, I don't understand money. Like there's somebody who sees a hurricane roll in and they get a boner because they know they're gonna make money off of roof saw repair. This roll in who got boners exactly. and started setting up testing well, sites. I'm not one of them. I don't have a boner, and if I get, did, I would get it from the company that makes the goddamn vaccine. They get subsidies <laughs> for every test that they administer. All right, well, let's finish this. It's um, a big business. This is a long. It's not even that long. We just can't finish it. Comfortable with this shit, and not only that, but you know the fucking the death rate's almost non-existent as uh, compared. To the fucking well, again, we whatever. covered that. Death rates were non-existent for chickenpox, but guess what? It's under control now, and nobody dies. One, from it's, it. it's impossible to talk about this, and especially from his angle, without coming off as like unempathetic or dispassionate. You have to be somewhat dispassionate to have a conversation about a sickness pertaining to billions of people and it killing a certain percentage. A certain percentage out of billions of people is like a hundred thousand people or more. Uh, you know, but you're trying to make the point that it's a drop in the bucket. I just watched right. Cloud Atlas. They say but it's not. It's a, not drop a drop in the, in the ocean. Bucket. Well, what is an ocean if not a multitude of drops? Well, what, what, wouldn't it be a drop in the bucket? How many people? Isn't it like, uh, I don't even know, a couple dozen or something out of every like close to a million that developed the heart inflammation in young people and stuff. That's a drop in the bucket. If a million people get something and then like With 25... The of, yes. That's what I but that's what earlier. would be something that would scare someone away from getting the vaccine. But again, drops in buckets. Well, and that's what I meant earlier about like, you can't say... The bucket for COVID symptoms is so much bigger than the drop of the... What, what's it called? Heart inflammation? The you, mito something? You can't play down the deaths of COVID and then, and then at the same time... And it's not even necessarily playing down... Uh, but at the same time, then call the vaccine a death jab because like five people died. <sighs> that's being hypocritical. <sighs> that's being inconsistent. And I'm not <laughs> so doing any aggravating. of that. Yeah, sure. Let's do another. Oh, he's not. You dead. guys know the shit. But like, <laughs> yeah, I just want your opinion on all this because it's getting ridiculous at this point. Because 
now I feel like I'm about to start losing privileges like that I should just have naturally as a fucking human being because I'm not getting this shit in my arm. Uh, so yeah, by the way, uh, that married chick that I was hooking up with, uh, I'm guy, by the way, married chick I'm I was guy. hooking up with told her husband that she's not in love with them anymore and they're probably getting divorced. So that's an update on that. Uh, uh, you're in that bitch. <laughs> you are a you home wrecker. <laughs> Wait, here you go. Yeah! So now we can add, uh, what? Not only are you a grandma killer, but you're a home wrecker too. Way to go, um guy. Fuck yeah. Um well anyways, I know he wants us to like give our thoughts on that. I think, we, I think did we did before we played throughout it. Throughout his whole uh, message. Whatever. Um we'll stop that there. Please come to the show, you guys. We have more shows and there's probably gonna be stipulations at least before the end of this year and realistically into future years. I hope they're all temporary. I think they are. I, I you know. Once things are more under control. Just like I don't, I don't know how the, I don't know how long it took for the chicken pox and the polio vaccines to like be as good as they were. And, and to, I bet people didn't trust them then that were our age then, and they were like, "Well, I don't need," and they didn't realize that they were under probably control. Back to birth also, too. it it or not under control meant like ten more people dying a day in in the state. Right. Um, in July, it was like eight people died a day. But I don't know enough about that. Day. I don't know if the people and that make the flu, the flu shots, I don't know if they ever had to settle a lawsuit or if they make boner pills or ever I'm did I'm talking before. just about COVID. So what, like, what made it go in Chicago or the state of Illinois go back into crisis mode and we have to demand vaccine cards and so on and so forth is like instead of seven people dying a day, like in July, then 17 people died a day in a state of 13 million people. It's not that dramatic of an increase. So it feels like ten, 10 less people have to die a day. 52 people got shot, you know, last Monday. Yeah. Uh, Probably this Monday. Fucking Labor Day weekend in Chicago. It's going to be bad. But I guess if 10 less people die a day of COVID, then we can go back to not needing vaccine cards and, and whatever. I don't think that math checks out, but um, I, I would assume less people dying in general is the goal. You know? yeah, I mean, people are Maybe, always going to die. It's a new world order, but it's not just because. It's not just because they want to keep their foot on your... They already had feet on necks, you know? This is America. It's not just because of that. I think they're also trying to control, like, a thing that is making people sick and killing some of them. And the some that are dying are a lot more than the some that are even getting symptomatic from vaccines with, like, heart inflammation or whatever. Drops in buckets, you know? So, yeah, make up your own fucking mind. Uh, just please stop coming for my wallet. And my bottom line over here, I got to make a living. I worked my ass off to put this show together and to make this up a year and a half late. And we fucking canceled it the other day. And then it got it, it got new uh, air breathed into it just because, I don't know, shout out Chop Shop in the end for at least making it right by our Compromising. That we had to. And here's the compromise. No show or just offer the alternative. It's... And I, I don't know. I don't think they care. They could probably get somebody else in there and have their fully vaxxed crowd make even more money and fill that fucking room up beyond quarter capacity like us. Maybe not. Maybe they like us and they want us to have a successful probably event. Probably not, not, not just because of the short notice. Um, but yeah, either way, it's not the way to do it. I don't care what your stance is or something. If you're conducting business with somebody and your business just changed, uh, your, the, your rules for entry just changed, do you, the clients a solid and your guests are solid and like be direct about it. Right. People have very strong opinions if you haven't gathered that from this conversation or everywhere in the world you look about it otherwise. 
Like, don't hide it in the fine print and expect someone to notice. When things change, if it's always been that way and I never noticed it, that'd be on me because I shouldn't have booked that venue without doing my research. However, they changed it middle way through and that's not appreciated. So I don't care what fucking business you do. And I hope, you know, um, guy, he's got to sign a piece of paper. And I guess he doesn't have to, but I guess they could replace him if he doesn't, you know, and that's not fair. I wouldn't say that's his privilege as a human. You know, ask the people who thought the Mexicans were taking their jobs 25 years ago or whatever. Like, you can be replaced. It's their, it's their decision to say vaccine can only. and will. Vaccine or proof of negative test. No rules. Or you can work here, you can't. It's like, this is business. This is business. And that sucks. The people at the top that own it and everything, they get to decide. They get to decide their fucking rules, and we just have to play ball. It's not ideal, you know? Nobody wanted it to be this way, but I also don't think that... Um, like having to wear a mask temporarily to go to the grocery store uh, is like mass oppression or something. The no, way people I think, treat it. Uh, the introduction of vaccine passports has completely overshadowed. Like people who are against vaccine passports are like, I'll put on a fucking mask. It's it's not well, that's a big the thing. Deal. If you're so anti-vaccine, which I, I get that. I get. I, I get. I don't like more stubborn about the, the vaccine passports. before them. Nobody does. But either way, if you feel that strongly about the passports or the vaccine in general, why aren't you more willing to wear the mask? Because it's nothing. It's fucking nothing. You take it off when you leave the store. It's like you shouldn't have to, but we all shouldn't have to. There's a lot we shouldn't have to do. We shouldn't have to pay taxes. You know? We should get to decide Stop where our tax money goes if we do. Yeah, and break start all, burning your vaccine cards. That's, right. that's Break all your smart devices and stop paying taxes. Y'all, you freedom fighters. You want to be free? Go move to fucking the middle of nowhere. Get off the grid. Stop carrying around an iPhone talking about freedom in America. Uh, moving on. I got some stories pulled up. Here's one. Here's the first week numbers for Kanye West Donda. And so, you were wrong. He did great. Last <laughs> week, I said that it wasn't charting. I, and I said I was only looking at like Spotify charts and this and that. The, the man's... Oh, wait. Um, whoop, my bad. You are one pathetic. Speaking to our <laughs> like chop shop... not even charting. Speaking to our chop shop debacle, I didn't read the fine print. And it says on those Spotify charts that it's like last week's top things they do the numbers at the end every week so it is now the top album yeah we don't need to dive into that but it was like kanye's 10th most number played one albums billboard. from last yeah. week he has 10 albums now that have been number one on billboard they're opening although now there's daily song charts and all of the top 10 is drake damn and j cole's off season looks like it like got close a few months ago uh the numbers include 350 57.4 million on-demand streams and 37,000 in pure sales. Isn't that crazy? 37,000 in pure sales. That's, like, that's not, not a lot. I know, but it's all about streams. And they talk about album equivalency, like how many streams it would really take to be like an album purchase. Right. And we've talked about this before. It's crazy. Uh, how it's, it's incomparable now when you're like fucking Kanye did better than Led Zeppelin or something. Yeah. It's like you're what you're doing is you're taking streams and you're equating them to buys and they're right. not the same thing. Like... I would not have bought Donda, but I can easily listen to it on this fucking device in my hand, and then two songs in go, eh. in We used to stand in line to like buy a new album at fucking Tower Records or something. In the interest of uh, the trans full transparency of this episode, it's like we're very, like, uh, like th that's what sucks about the whole being on the road and it being harder, because that's where the money for us comes, and we don't get to play enough shows. Performing and selling our merchandise on the road is like probably our biggest money earner, and then right. after that would be stream numbers, but everybody knows that musicians still get fucked by the stream numbers. However, 
It's like, we're still grateful to have what they've given us because it, it's more than we would have had if they it's didn't. Nice. So check this out. I just saw this, and normally we don't talk money, how much money we make, but this isn't like how much we made this year or anything. Since we joined our distribution company that all our albums, we upload them on, that put them everywhere. Right. Like that's where we they pull our revenue from Apple and Spotify and stuff. And I just saw, I think we started our account with this uh, distributor in 2015 or 2016, but it's been at least five years, maybe six. And we just broke $100,000 in total. In total. Hell yeah! No. <laughs> I'm gay. That's what no, it is. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking crazy, because if you break that down over six years, let's do five, because it's easier math for me anyways. $100,000 in five years is 20, 20 grand a year. When we split it, 10 grand a piece, and that just doesn't go in our pockets. It usually goes into like gas and car rentals and hotels on the road. You make 10 grand a year? Yeah, it's, you're a fucking loser. That's pathetic. You're a loser, Johnny. You're a fucking loser. It's crazy. So like... I'm thankful for what we have. And every time we go spend a few months and then we look back, hey, look, there's like a couple grand in there for us. It's crumbs. It's fucking crumbs. And that's why this is important to me for over a decade, a decade and a half, who knows how many more years of work goes into making this stay afloat. We've made $100,000 ever on all the streams. And if you were just buying our albums, we'd be millionaires. But that, this isn't 1991, you know? This is how music is now. And I'm grateful for what we get from it. Ever it, had like a CD uh, on a shelf? No, we haven't. In a store. But we, we, we might have if streaming services were not a words that we could comprehend because they right. never existed. If this were 20 years ago and we were 20 years older now and that was the era we came up in, we could have by now. That would have been what we tried to do instead of partnering with like YouTube. Uh, you know, branding partnerships and whatever to get our money on that. It's a different ball game now, and I don't know. It sucks because if you if you really look at that, we should be making more than ten grand a year on even people streaming our music, like or just supporting our music the way they hear it because yeah. they don't go to Bandcamp and a lot of them do. I mean, obviously, shout out all of our fans who support streaming, purchasing anything, Patreon. It's like it all has. That's why we have to do so many fucking things and and keep so many hooks in so many different lakes. Because there is no one-stop shop to go to the, the record store, and then we get a lot of money from that because they're selling a record for $15 a pop, and that's it. That's the way you hear Muffhugger. That's the way you hear anything on any album. It's not. You can go stream that one song, and then it gives us, like, I don't know, seven cents. I think the formula is, like, every, every thousand streams is, like, seven bucks or something. It's not fair. So even Kanye is getting fucked. But to say that 37000 in pure sales, it's a whole new goddamn ballgame, you know? However, I told you, Kanye, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider it that he's getting fucked. No, um, Kanye's not getting fucked. The streaming services fuck everybody. He's even more grateful to get what they give him, too, but he is still getting 37000 in pure sales. He's got so many. All his last 10 fucking plus albums are still getting record millions of streams. He's good. I read that uh, We're with not. this album, <laughs> he generated... Over ten million dollars of profit before it was even released. By he doing, is a marketing genius. I was goofing by doing earlier, those like, like uh, stadium listening party shows and selling merch. Yeah. Um. When, Lord, when? When's gonna be my time? All right, now you're talking above my head. All right, I don't know this industry jargon. Y P M P. Whatever. Okay. Stadiums, merch. What are these things? We're never gonna know about these things. <laughs> Sixty dollar popcorn. What is that? Uh, anyways, fuck that story. Moving on. What's this one? I just sent a bunch of stuff to the email. This is oh, something I predicted months ago. Lil Uzi Vert says fans tore his $24 million pink diamond off his forehead. Um, but he got it back, so there's not much of a story here. It's a piercing. It clips onto his head. It's not yeah. in his head. This one's way better. Man cuts off penis and throws it out of car during police <laughs> chase. Yes! Let's get into this. Stupid Lil Nas. What's his name? Lil... 
Uzi. Little Uzi Vert. Vert. Fucking little guys. 39-year-old Tennessee man Tyson Gilbert has been apprehended by authorities after he cut off and tossed his penis. Just tossed it. I like like tossed. Just tossed it. It, That's not illegal, though, is it? He should whip it. And he whipped his penis at the police pursuit. I know it's illegal (laughs) to, like, pollute. Out the co- but I always figure if I throw like an apple core or a banana peel out my what window, are we talking tuna fish? <clears throat> while I'm driving, apple core. That's like uh, I'm allowed to do that, right? It's biodegradable. No, stop trying to justify being a. If I a throw my ass. penis out the window of my car <laughs> into a field of grass, that's not pollution. I come from the earth. My penis is of the earth. It's I, going to biodegrade. They, I don't think they arrested him because he chopped his dick off. They were already chasing him for breaking the law. I'm just asking if that one <laughs> he already act fucked up. is a crime, because I don't think it should be. Throwing your penis, throwing your own severed penis out the window of a moving car should not be a crime. Uh, began shortly after he was parked in the way of traffic on a highway with him speeding off after authorities flagged him down. Quote, when I pulled up behind him and turned my lights on, he took off and refused to stop. He was all over the road the whole time, Tennessee Highway Patrol Trooper Bobby Johnson said. He turned off the old Liberty Road and came to a stop. He opened his door. He was naked, covered in blood. Uh, Then he shut his door and kept driving. The chase went through two counties, and at some point, Gilbert cut off his genitalia. The Alexandria Police Department spiked him on Highway 70 as he was going through Alexandria. He kept traveling westbound into Wilson County. The THP spiked him in Watertown, but he continued westbound. We finally were able to box him in and got him stopped on Highway 70 right before I-40. I don't need every direction, bro. He was then transported to Vanderbilt Vanderbilt Hospital, the first strip-out took one of uh, Gilbert's front tires. But it wasn't until the second obstacle that police were able to apprehend him. The sheriff's department tried to spike him. Where, about, where's the dick? After that, it became Get a slow... Get to the severing of the penis. <laughs> According to authorities... I gotta Gil- say, cutting off your own cock while driving... You'll never a- catch me with a cock, <laughs> coppers! <laughs> cutting off your own cock while driving, and not just driving, but eluding the police... That's skills. They said he was all over the road. I don't know if it's skills. You ever he, see he said he was all over like the road a, the whole time. I don't think he did it with grace. Guys who can like roll a blunt with one hand while they're driving. This is much more impressive. According to authorities, Gilbert said he cut off his penis because he heard voices from his car radio that told him to do it in order to, quote, save the world. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, it, yeah. what, what other reason? I watched a uh, Louis Theroux <laughs> about uh, like a psych ward one time. There was this guy who's like, he's so fucked up on meds and his hand like just shakes uh, and they're like letting him go. It's like his time to go. I've, I've seen that one. And when they interview him, he's like, "Why were you in here?" And he's like, "I led the police on a high speed pursuit because Benjamin Netanyahu, who's like the prime minister, president of Israel, was like, was talking to me in my head and telling me to do it." <laughs> right. So I guess this is a this is a thing with crazies is hearing voices that that convince you to lead the police on a high speed pursuit. Um, they don't all tell you to chop your dick off, but I guess some of them do. There was that one dude, and I don't, I don't really mean to keep rehashing this, but the one dude I replied to that said uh, that it's tyranny at its finest, and that our show is Holocaust shit. He cut his dick off. No, but I like. Yeah, maybe he did. I, I don't know this guy. Um, I just basically accused him of it being hyperbole, and then he kind of, he was being all right, and he was like, I didn't mean it like that. I was just pointing it out uh, that we have been slaves to the material system, and the vaccine is symbolic of that. It's part of our truth. I don't know. Was just going through my feed and decided to write that here, and then I said I don't see the direct line between the vaccine and slavery or materialism, but you know, 
Mental slavery. Uh, And then he says, it's symbolism. COVID means crown in Latin, which is the basis for all language, which pertains to crown chakra, the highest chakra in the human being, which connects to the divine. We have all been living in hell, an illusion created by the mind's projection stemming from our lowest chakra, which is uh, Mars, hence the Mars mission with NASA and all types of shit. If you really get into it, it's a projection of the universe we create as a collective conscious, and it's trying to expose itself for what it really is. The veil's being lifted. The universe speaks in signs and symbols, uh, we live in a hologram, so I responded, oh, my bad, you're right. <laughs> oh, that's why we brought up Robert Wadlow's staph infection the week I had it. Right. My bad. Um, but that's, st- that's where I realized, why did I even respond to this fucking <laughs> kook? You know, I'm going to try and change this guy's mind. No, I'd rather just change He typed life. that message at 90 miles per hour. Exactly. Chopping his, his cock in, off. In his bloody <laughs> interior... That's vehicle. even more impressive. So he's evading police, 90 miles an hour, chopping his cock off, and texting back to Talking me about to vaccines. You about chakras? <laughs> Once you start getting into chakras, I start tuning out. However, he did kind of like bring it around to a, a place where I was right. like... Right, that, that, the life is a hologram. Do I need to look into this? Yeah, we are holograms. Mars chakra? Hey, maybe he's not wrong. Mars mission? Know? Who knows? Uh, I mean, that? I know the corona thing uh, and the crown, we talked about that a year ago. Because that's like uh, why Corona's logo is the crown. Right, but that's just like, uh, you know, television to tell a vision. He had to start going that route on me. And I'm just like, dude, are you talking to me? Are you trying to play science teacher? Fuck off. Or or, uh, linguistics teacher, rather. Look, I know that too. Or just like yoga chakra And then he's talking about the vaccine. He's like, vaca means cow. We are the herd. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Is that true? Is there anything else you want to tell me? Wait. Bullshit. There we go. That's good enough. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Um, yeah, all words are stemmed from some sort of Latin other word that meant something else. Yeah, like probably, I don't know. Or maybe not. Maybe I don't listen to the guy who says life's a hologram, you know? No, I feel you there. Maybe he doesn't make me <laughs> fucking change my tune. I'm not like convinced that life I was isn't... I was thinking about it for a year and a half and looking at research, but <laughs> this guy with the hologram, he hooked me. I don't like the whole simulation thing because it's not like I'm convinced... Uh, one way or the other. I just don't like the idea of it. Here's the sad reality is that whatever this life is, hologram simulation or just reality, um, it's over. It's fucking ending. Like, it's slowly ending. The end of the world, nobody said it was going to be in a day. It's going to take probably generations and I'll probably live a long life as the world ends before it's totally fucked. But yeah, like, you know, CO2 levels and the you know, you the melting ice caps, the, the biblical locusts. end times. Biblical? No, I just think, just generally speaking, this thing—it's on just its way out. Locusts, right? That's because biblical. they're part of this thing, and they're terrible, dude. I got to cross my front door after midnight, or uh, you know, biblical, bro. Those are cicadas, not locusts. Same family, and they're crazy. They attack me. They fly in <laughs> after me and my genus. dog every night. But um, we always had cicadas. No, we've always had right, but things get worse. There's more of them it's now. It's a Katie did. You know what's getting worse and there's more of now? Social media and dipshit fucking opinionated young people who think everything's about them and that they're going to, you know, they ain't got to worry about it. Well, I'm, I think the world isn't worried about you. The world isn't worried about you. It's going to get hotter and kill more of you with disease or global warming or whatever the fuck. A hurricane. There's a lot of those. Right. The world is, doesn't give a fuck about you. To Carlin's point, go ask the people frozen in ash. In Pompeii, if they think they're saving the environment, if they think they're a threat to the environment, you know? So here's my point. Just enjoy your fucking life. Just enjoy the, the end of it. It's the fucking end. Let's make it fun. Let's I still agree. perform. Let's do our thing. Stop tearing down your fellow TPS fan or people that think pretty much the same as you and have one minor discrepancy in agreeance. Stop being such a cunt and enjoy your fucking life. 
this podcast excluded, we still have to complain about movies and stuff. Yeah. Okay. But just generally otherwise. You're not femming up Back to the Future on my watch. <laughs> I went back to my 90s nostalgia and watched not only Secret Window, but when I say watched, I, I write. And it's just on. I didn't even look up at Secret well, then Window. That's not, you're not even getting the full shit of Dude, it. Dude, I already have Secret Window memorized. I did yeah. watch some of Snake Eyes. So bad. And I watched... It's amazing. Rush Hours 1 and 2. So good. Like, if you can't find something to watch and it's been a while, like Rush Hour, the original, just still... They don't Slaps. make them like they used to. Slappers. I and told you, you I was... Uh, uh, you can't make... The, they're going to make it now with, like, I don't know, white women or something. But you can't make that movie today because within the first 15 minutes, they go to a black pool hall. I was telling you, Jackie Chan drops two N-bombs and then kicks the shit out of every black guy there. Like, they didn't even get to get him back. Fucking A-rights, <laughs> bud. Uh, yeah, uh, I told stop you. Asian hate. When I was in the hospital... Uh, when the guy came in to like hook up my <laughs> IV and do all this, rush hour two was just starting. Hell yeah! And he's he had to take like four tubes of my blood to run these tests, uh, and I, I didn't notice a thing because I was so tuned in to rush hour two. Yeah, it's a good one. He's I'm gonna watch three, even though it's the worst of them. He's like, uh, you know, you're about to feel a slight pinch, and I'm looking up at the screen like. Don't nobody know the words that are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I'm repeating lines. To my point, though, that I'm I actually not paying attention. I meant to guy. make an hour ago about Back to the Future and Ghostbusters, but like, stop rebooting these movies. If you're gonna do anything, reboot the third one. You know, the third one always sucks. Godfather, Back to the Future, Rush Hour. It's like start. J- don't even reboot it. Just do a new Bill Rush Hour three. Yeah, new. <laughs> just start with the third ones and reboot those. They stink. It stinks. I think there should be a rule uh, with all like film franchises that there's like a statute of limitations on sequels. Uh, also in the hospital, I watched Coming to America, which is like 30 years old, and I'm sitting there thinking about how they made a sequel to this movie 30 years after it came out. It's completely unnecessary, no. and I heard not one good word about the sequel. Same. Stop. Just don't. Yeah, all it made me want to do, which I still haven't done, was like rewatch the original, which I haven't seen in many, many years. Can't Eddie Murphy just like pull the costume out of his closet and put it on and walk around the house and talk like the character for a day and just have fun that way? Don't make a whole movie that's going to somewhat tarnish the original. Yeah. Uh, best third thing I would say was Men in Black. I liked Men in Black 3 more than Men in Black 2. Maybe I'll jump back into those. Men in Black 3 was cool. Um... Men in Black 2 is, uh, from my memory, full of uh, product placement, which I bothers actually, me. Actually, and I, I said this to you recently, but like I like quoting. Full of it. Men in Black's like a, some good script work in there, too. Love like, it. Uh, I, I, I say it about COVID and stuff, about people, again, the fucking... Uh, I am the smartest man alive! Where they're just like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, people knew that the earth was flat. They knew. And yesterday, you knew that alien life didn't exist. Imagine what we will know tomorrow and Tom i'm just Billy like jones brother but still and then they talk about like uh what is it the people versus person it's like people are smart he's like people aren't smart you know people are frantic and sketchy and squirmy and they don't trust anything a person is smart you know like that that's from all that speech it's fucking like really great and i think it applies to the world and it's like Men in Black let One time is a unfold. fantastic movie yeah let time unfold you don't know shit we're trying we're all trying to keep up but like don't try to stop someone from doing their job when they're trying hard as shit don't try to stop someone from having their belief system as long as it's not harming people around them it's just like you're not supposed to do that but don't act like i know that i know i know People, no, imagine what we'll know in a few years about COVID. Seriously. People's certainty on especially social media is astounding. We've talked over and over again before about how like uh, 
I don't get how people just like fire off things on, on online when I'll type I'll type it and I'll proofread it four five six times and then I still won't post it I'll yeah. end up deleting it yeah I do it cathartically sometimes I'll see a comment and a thing that I don't like and then I'll fucking hit the reply thing and I'll type out like what I think is a good resp- and then I just delete it and I, I go did about it. my day I did it yesterday I don't post it I did it yesterday with the thread and I and I, I like typed out story text and I was just like it's not the holocaust it's our show please like support our show we appreciate you guys willing to support however possible I don't support vaccine and I was like but why would I have to be hyperbolic I was like why would I even type this out and like I'm going to record a podcast tomorrow. The fans who care enough to listen to that are the only ones I'm really trying to reach anyways. Like, it's just like, why would I sit send on this? But I, that's my knee jerk. As soon as I feel a way about it, it's like, well, fuck this. I'm going to make my post and then take a breath, realize, <laughs> oh, I'm not gay. I'm not doing that right now. It's fucking stupid. It does nothing. But I will do it again I'll in the future. I'll see it on something that's like, it means nothing. It'll be like a UFC thing and some guy says something ignorant and then I want to chime in with my little... <laughs> and then I think about myself of like, dude, you've only been watching for three years. You're not the king of this shit. You're not the authority. <coughs> you only had the authority. <coughs> also, when somebody makes a post and it was posted today on Instagram, I always go with Instagram because it's the only one And then the, one, the, worst, the caption says, I was today years old when oh that my uh, God. Uh, Today years old has got to go. Drives me nuts. I think I said this on mic already, but I was like, no cap, by the way. It's over. No cap is the new YOLO. 11-year-old white kids are saying no cap in eighth grade and like it doesn't even sound cool when the gangster rappers are say it to me anymore no cap is dead like these things have a shelf life you guys and we're at the end of that one i can't stand like uh modern day online like millennial humor i don't even like hearing it in songs where it's just like even hearing j cole say like you know why aren't you capping and i'm just like enough with capping Enough with capping. I'm never going to put that in a fucking rap. I'm not going to make the same mistake I did with Fifi and other uh, right. flash-in-the-pan-ass <laughs> words, dude. <laughs> I'm done with Fifi. capping and no cap. We all said Fifi one time, and we're all like, eee, well, dude. Well, I did it in a song where we were... It stinks. We were skipping along our syllables, so I say Fifi Fiesta. Oh, ex- uh, excuses? Ex- ex- excuses. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> you I'm said not, it too, man. I'm not saying Fifi. I'm just stuttering on Fiesta. <laughs> fiesta. A Fifi is a Fiesta. <laughs> uh, but I don't like about like modern internet humor, how everything has to be like fucking uh, like, like, like a written... <laughs> like a... Like, like a uh... All right, so I found this post. It always has to be like dramatized, uh, and like they have to stick their stupid like personality into it. Somebody pointed out how John Cena kind of looks like Jim Varney. No, oh, Ernest. Okay? That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it says that's not even far off. John Cena looks like a yoke Jim Varney, and oh. it's bothered me deeply for years. Right. Why the bothered me deeply for years line? We just looked Why at does it have to have that? Just say John Cena kind of looks like Jim Varney. When period showed up at my house earlier, we were talking about like. BuzzFeed articles. BuzzFeed like, articles oh, are the it worst. Twenty-seven thing ever. like uh, in secret ingredients you didn't know were in foods that'll rock your world. It was like it's not rocking anything. It's not changing anything. It's like oh, it's fun tidbit, I guess. I'm gonna bring it up. I'm gonna <laughs> find it. We're going long this because week, it baby. started because you brought up uh, how you can't find a normal take five bar anymore. They're always Reese's take five and the last couple years. I'm like, I don't want that. I want the original. And then apparently I'm the fucking. Where is it? I'm the chucklehead. Because Reese's just bought Take 5, and it's still the Take 5 sold as Reese's Take 5. And I didn't know that, so I never bought it because I didn't want that fucking more so, peanut butter one. So I look it up, and 
there's an article in BuzzFeed that's like, that's my, I just my favorite learned, candy bar, and I declined myself of it for two years because I thought it was something else. I just learned something about take five bars that will mildly disturb you. <laughs> and what it is, I gotta is be that, honest, mildly disturbed does describe how I felt about realizing I could have been eating these for two years instead of thinking they were just peanut butter filled without the. That's what drives me crazy. Like, about oh, it's the new Reese's collab. BuzzFeed is it just this is an excuse for an article? It's three sentences and then a picture of Timothy Chalamet. A one sentence and a picture of a take five bar. One sentence and a picture of a little girl oh, yeah, that's who's Buzzfeed. shocked That's looking. the BuzzFeed formula. One sentence and then the fucking Big Little Lies TV show like, logo. One sentence and then a picture of Pikachu. This isn't writing. It drives me nuts. Yeah, it's like how I would like fill space in my middle school papers. I'd be like, well, I could drag in images, and that's a half a page. So now I just wrote a page. And then and I'll I put l- a picture on this page, and that's another page. <laughs> uh, I look at the quote-unquote journalist who's responsible for this bullshit, Michelle No. And yeah, every single article that she's contributed to this website is uh, 16 ways that Stephen Yoon is painfully attractive. It's a, yeah, more hyperbolic journalism. Journalism, isn't that funny? Let's move on. Here's some more journalism. Priest claims evil demons have figured out how to send threatening text messages. We can get into that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was. I'm still looking for uh, these annoying articles. I got. I got an even better one. All of them have a number. Nine snacks that aren't always as healthy as they seem. Fifteen embarrassing tourist mistakes everyone has made. It's in a Italy. formula. They, that's their publication's formula. Fucking um, sick. Here's one that's actually very interesting. Uh huh. Horror of chef killed by snake bite. 20 minutes after chopping its head off. It's like, how do you not love a story like this? Whoa. Bites from snakes kill more than 100,000 people every year. One chef preparing a rare delicacy. You got a card that proves that you don't, that you haven't been within a snake, <laughs> within the proximity of a snake in the last 72 hours before you come to the show. One chef preparing a rare delicacy thought he was safe having cut its head off until he was fatally bitten by it. Um, soups made with the flesh of deadly spitting cobras are considered a rare delicacy in South China. Of course it is. All right. Well, I blame you for trying to make a I dish. I blame the Chinese altogether. The, yeah. Stop eating things. Let us live. That weren't meant to be eaten. <laughs> Bats and snakes and shit. Knock it off. But preparing it turned out to be a fatal move for one chef. Peng Fan from Foshan, no idea where that is, was proud to have it on its menu. Oh, oh that's sure. the restaurant, probably. Uh, I thought it was a country. Was preparing the dish for diners when an unusual well, tragedy maybe. happened. Having decapitated the is it in- a tragedy? Indo-Chinese spitting cobra. Is it a tragedy? Of course it was a tragedy. If I die <laughs> juggling live hand grenades, is that a tragedy? Or was I asking for it? Was I risking my life doing something the thing stupid is, with little reward? This thing was alive for 20 minutes. If those grenades had been... So what? You said live hand grenades. He's still... This snake was dead. All That's right. the difference, bro. I just All called right. you on shit. You called me on my shit. <laughs> Having decapitated the Indo-Chinese spitting cobra, he spent 20 minutes making the soup. So its head was off. Its, fe- its head came off. I'm going to watch Face Off this week for sure. You should, honestly. Um, then started tidying the kitchen. He picked up the head to throw it in the bin when suddenly it bit him. The venom from spitting cobras is particularly nasty stuff. It contains neurotoxins, which can kill within 30 minutes, paralyzing the victims and suffocating them to death. Anti-venom is available, but must be taken quickly. Restaurant guest Lin Su, uh, I'm sorry, Lin Sun 44 said, we were in the restaurant uh, having a meal for my wife's birthday when suddenly there was a lot of commotion. 
We did not know what was happening, but could hear screams from the kitchen. There were calls for a doctor in the restaurant, but unfortunately, by the time medical assistance arrived, the man had already died. After we heard that, we did not continue with our meal. <laughs> I, I understand. Love, I love that. I like it. That was Is this assumed. a Yelp review? I, yeah. <laughs> so we went across the street, and their snake soup was subpar. Um, a police spokesperson said that the incident, which happened in 2014, why am I reading about this now? Either way, it's pretty crazy. It is a highly unusual case, but it appears to be just an accident. Mr. Fan had a very severe reaction to the bite. 2014, why did this pop up in news from this week I was reading? There was nothing that could be done to save the man. Only the anti-venom could have helped him, but uh, was not given in time. But yeah, apparently, and I looked into like, is that even a thing? I guess that could happen. You know, like in like horror movies, so like the a dead a dead uh, guy because his wrist could flinch, and there's like yeah, they say like chickens run around with right, their head exactly. off, right? So snakes too slither around, or I guess it laid there for twenty minutes, and then he's just picking it up to throw it away. It must have like woken up some sort of nerve endings, and it went. You would by instinct bit him. If and he you're died. a chef who's like. Uh, you're enough of a vet that you've been making this fucking soup out of poisonous snakes, and it's probably like an age-old recipe. Asian vets always making soups out of the animal. It's probably a recipe that's been passed down through tradition and whatnot. Like, shouldn't it be known that when you cut the head off the snake, don't just pick it up? That was another thing in Rush Hour. Like a hour. broccoli stem? Another Rush Hour thing was even the subtle racial humor. I was like, this is so great. And I'm like, I feel like they would they would wash that out of scripts, out of fear. Where like, uh, they, um, but they're in China, right? And uh, referencing the first one, Jackie Chan is just like, like, this is my place. Like, here, I'm Michael and you're Toto. He's like, it's Tito. Toto's what we ate for lunch earlier. Right. And I'm like, they couldn't probably do that as comfortably now. Maybe they could. But I know that people are way more sensitive now. And then he punches Jackie Chan in the face in the bathhouse scene. He's like, oh, y'all look alike. Like, even, that's pretty tame, but I'm like, it was done so casually. Like I said, in the first one, Jackie Chan starts dropping N-bombs to try and fit in with the black crowd, and it's like, they would have, the, the, the studio would have had a problem with it now. It's but endearing. It was a, it's a great scene. He's a broken English Chinese man who can do kung fu. Um, uh, yeah, I was watching the best of Chris Farley on SNL last night. Hell yeah! Fucking classic. It's great. <laughs> um, it's been a while. But yeah, there's that scene. Remember the, the game show, Japanese game show, where Mike Myers oh, is the of host? And they all like have to chop their fingers off when they Hachi? get the answer wrong. Who's Hachi? Hachi, yeah, Ju, Hachi. <laughs> Tadoshi, Tadoshi, Tadoshi. So good. All they had to do to make Mike Myers look Asian was to give him black hair and a pair of glasses. <laughs> right. Me and my roommate you were trying to figure out, because like, he speaks Cantonese a little bit in Wayne's world. We were trying to figure out, like, does he just know... Uh, an Asian language or is he just like riffing like improv noises to just make it sound Japanese so did you get either to the way, bottom of that oh, no, no okay. but either way uh, that's that just 100% came off like a sketch that oh Saturday God. Night Live would not do this podcast is long um, did anybody die I personally don't care yeah bro alright let's cruise through it you gotta bring me you gotta give me the intro and connect me to the thing <sighs> alright we're up we're up and running we didn't do the... Oh, fuck me. You know what I'm saying? Things going on blowy on me. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. I don't think last week we did a shot for Charlie Watts. I didn't. Did I even bring him up, though? I don't recall. I don't think so. I don't think I did. I think Ed Asner stole all the attention. <laughs> Didn't even do a shot for him. 
I think there's like a shot left in this bottle, so you're gonna have to be conservative with it. Talk about a drop in the bucket. This wild turkey's on empty. Oh man. So there you go. You know I did drink yesterday. I may as well drink right now. There's not enough. Fuck. Well, it's a what good thing I have so much more booze in my house. Do you have whiskey? Um, I might. All right, you talk about this oh, dead fuck. I'll be right back. Charlie Watts. Original member of the Rolling Stones. I think, right? Their drummer. The guy who, of all of them, looks like he's not trying to fit in with his grandkids. The scream of the ambulance is Bit of an oversight last week. But we lost Charlie Watts. I don't know why I picked a Rolling Stone song that doesn't have drums. There we Kanye go. West. There we go. Yeah, I got some, I got a shot of makers left in this bit, boy. Not what they seem. Yeah, I broke edge for my girlfriend's grief yesterday because you know the scenarios where you don't know what to suggest other than like probably just take a shot to not like feel right how you feel right now. Hundred percent understand this. <laughs> And then I, she was good off one, and I had like three more tequila shots because I was like, well, I'm cheating. <laughs> Charlie Watts, we hardly knew ye. Also, I think he died like the day we recorded last week. Um, Timing is everything. Not Charlie Watts. Lee Scratch Perry. Dead? Lee Perry! Oh, I thought Lee Scratch Perry was already dead. Like, pretty positive he is. No? He is now. That's who you're saying? Just died? Yes. Oh, I thought he already died. No. I mean, he did. Mandela effect. <laughs> I mean, he did. <laughs> I thought that was news from like years ago. It was my I favorite song. Made that up, I guess. By Lee Perry. Flashing Echo. This is what I was doing with the Fifi thing. Was it? <laughs> Fifi, 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 Fiesta. <laughs> What the fuck are you? Fee, fee, fee as the. <laughs> I do not understand the comparison, but go ahead. Sometimes I go over people's heads. I didn't. I get the echo effect, but it was more. It's almost like a dictionary translation. Fifi, fiesta. <sighs> you know, it's like you're saying. It's not just the. I always give you too much credit. Just, <laughs> I don't think you ever give me enough. Describe it however you want. <laughs> I swear, every time I bring up a line where it's like, that was a good line, that's because it means this too, and you're like, no, it doesn't. It means it the one way I wrote it for. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. I no, always... You're always exposing to me the <laughs> actual double entendres that some of my lines may have. <laughs> and you go. And I go. No, I was just going for echo effect. Whoop, 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 but whoop. nice. Yeah. Now I'll tell people I meant that. <laughs> you know one that is true that you didn't believe me? Nobody would believe me, but when I... In the, what was the Harlow remix where I said like uh, the Mia Farrow thing memorize everything oh yeah I've, that's an actress <laughs> memorize everything I've written feels like living in a real life prison I like wrote that purely off of the rhyme I swear to god and I really wanted to connect it and I'm like it doesn't really need to mean that much but like memorizing bars no, yeah you're surrounded bars, by your own bars it is such a great accident right like that there's plenty of happy accidents in the palm the palmer square's whole career is a happy accident yeah but like when you break down the lyrics there, i have a lot of those too that i even figured out after i was like oh damn dude i'm, I'm sick <laughs> <laughs> the bars are in my head um so are there more deaths i only have like two shots i'm going slim on it i'm going slim shady on this. that's all we got okay well i'll still take another one then boom 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 
Oh, whiskey, it's been weeks. I missed you. I think I earned it. I went like three weeks. I didn't take a shot or two. You're a better man than I. Whoo! That's not true. Perry. I had a couple of uh, beverages at the um, comedy show a few weeks oh, ago. Oh, you too. did? I watched you. I took a week off. Then I had a couple that night. Because hey, I'm at a show. What am I going to do here? And then I took a couple weeks off again. You grabbed her titties. My goal was I to saw just... saw you. <laughs> I seen it. I, uh, I wanted to just go until the Chicago show. But the Chicago show made me want to drink. So, um, R.I.P. everybody. R.I.P. Charlie Watts. R.I.P. Lee Scratch Perry. Legends and let's just keep of their genres moving right along. Highly recommended. We do three-hour podcasts now. We don't give a fuck. As long as we can't play as many shows as comfortably, and we're not making much music, the podcast's going all day. This week's highly recommended album comes from the one and only Damned. Machine Gun Etiquette. Yeah. Actually, you're probably going to need to pick up more whiskey uh, for the next podcast week because I don't Easy. have as much as I thought. Oh, there's still some. Dude, chug this. Talk about a drop in the bucket. <laughs> I want, you want to mix the wild turkey Blend with them. the maker's I want a hybrid mark? shot. Hybrid shot. You really are disgusting. That's delicious. <laughs> yeah, I see nothing wrong with that. You should slurp up the bar counter at the end of the night, too. Just all that. <laughs> I've seen people do that. Have you seen that? Yeah, like, I've, I've that. probably done that before. No, no, no! Like the thing where the the plastic thing. Oh, that's where disgusting. They like will wring it out, and someone would like for a bed, or some disgusting drunk will chug it. Wheel it forward. What did we learn last week? There we go. Unstuck. That's a little much. You know. Yeah. Ba da ba ba da ba ba The damned machine gun etiquette. Damn, damn. Smash it up. Parts one and two. Let's get smashed up with. One other shot. Here we go. That's the drop you're looking for, Kanye, like that. Pick things up. <laughs> I've recorded two songs in the last two years. Fuck you, Kanye. <laughs> Do better. I am breath. I wanna smash it up till there's nothing left. I love that. Smash it up! Smash it up! Smash it up! Woo! This reminds me of like, uh, what is it, the Stranglers? What's the Peaches song? Where it's just like... It's the Stranglers, Peaches. But like, I don't know, the voice tone where he's like... Where it's like, he was walking the other day. It was some sort of like... I don't know, it's very like... Strolling along, minding my own business. Sounds like Down Syndrome. 
I love the damned. It's my shit I like this is something that's a term play that I, I never really throw on. Not for any reason. I think it's great. But like, I know this song through term. I've like woken up. I've had this stuck in my head in the past just because <laughs> we came off tour and I'd heard shit recently and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> song rules. It just got so much <laughs> passion in it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't take my shot. The Damned are a really cool uh, British punk band. Captain Sensible on guitar, uh, Rat Scabies on drums. What's that? Rat Scabies? Is that his birth name? That's like uh, <laughs> I know. It's like a disease you get from the toilet seat. And uh, do they have a vaccine for scabies yet? I, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, their drummer was like afraid of of like sitting on toilet seats, so they called him. Dude, I found like a thousand legger in my bathroom the other day. I'm afraid of sitting on toilet seats right now. I just feel like one's going to run across my sack. <laughs> yeah, I don't like those things. The worst. <laughs> and of course, Dave Vanian on vocals. Their singer was a vampire. It's fucking great. Love the damned. When you say he was a vampire, now everybody he drank blood and smashing could things down, transform into a bat. He would just dress with like, like in the vampire. Oh, he cosplayed garb. Vampire. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and had like a widow's peak and all that. Yeah, all the misfits in Danzig were vampires too. Then they all dressed the part. Um, I would I would consider them more like anyone with a cloak is a vampire. Zombified, undead. Yeah, for sure. It's all the same now. Undead, vampire. It's the new millennium. Highlight songs. Love song, Just Can't Be Happy Today. Anti-Pope. Smash it up, obviously. I'm more of an Uncle Pope. (laughs) You're welcome. And Melody Lee. One of the greatest punk songs of all time. Yeah, dude, this makes me want to go, like, buy some creeper boots and skank. You go, oi, 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 oi. Maybe shave a portion of my head, but not all of it. The damned machine gun etiquette. I played uh, my girlfriend. I guess she had a headache, uh, and we were we had a long drive. And I they threw, only put on punk music <laughs> so I at threw full on the volume. Damned, I'm even, sure you and did. she even told me she had a headache before that. <laughs> You're just a shithead. I put on. <laughs> oh yeah, you got a headache, babe. Have you ever heard this one? It's <laughs> not, the song "Neat, Neat, Neat." I love the snare. This isn't from Machine Gun Etiquette, but the snare. Give me the snare. Oh, I love that. It's dirty. I love that snare. But I put this song on. Neat, neat, neat. Can I vote a cannon? She's doing the basketball. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Did you just fart? Did I fart? <laughs> that was me from earlier. But she was oh, like, no, that's dirty work. Wrong she was fart like, scene. This, it's, she just, <laughs> the way she was describing the damned, it was hilarious. She was like, they're so annoying. It's terrible. It's unoriginal. I mean, she had a headache. <laughs> Cut her some slack. All right. Let's, uh, they each their own. <laughs> Uh, from my lips, though, the damn Machine Gun Etiquette classic punk album. Check it out. 
uh, I here. highly recommend it. Don't we have a little uh, what's that like sound intro for Thank the voicemails as well? Me. Like I, I get a little flustered when we're so I wouldn't say behind schedule, but we've been pretty good about like the two hour thing. The two hours is good. And then I feel like I realize we don't get to fan questions until after like around then. So I just forget the other things because has anyone that takes ever more time. Uh, like written in and complained about length? Um, no, this is more of a. I'll be selfish. Oh, I'll be fel- I'll be selfish for this one. It's more work. It's longer. Okay, I gotta no, I go through it when I Wasn't edit. Thinking about that, and I chop out the little like. So there's just like little pops in audio, and I go clean no, totally. the shit up. And if it's twice as long, I gotta spend twice as long cleaning it up and picking a it title. Makes a lot up. of sense. It's just like it's. This is for me. I like keeping them shorter, but I also uh, I got nothing else going on in my life, so I can make time. Let me get the lighter. Um, here it is. It's time for fan questions. It's time for fan questions. TPS report. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. It wouldn't have been the same if we didn't play that. I don't think we did last week, and I realized. Did we not? I don't think so. God, I'm sorry. Sean But it's a new thing. It's the newest one. So it's. It went bluey on me. <laughs> Say that anytime I fuck up. All right, here's one. Boys, Austin from Boston. I hey have yo. a confession and uh, kind of want to tell you guys this for a long time. I'm not from Boston and I'm also not from Texas. This what the, is this is a BuzzFeed article. Something that'll rock your world. Bullshit. Austin from Boston. One fact from Austin from Boston that'll change the way you see everything. Came to our show in Denton last month. And, By the way, uh, we have another one coming up. He brought me an awesome <laughs> pair of glasses that he told me he stole from a casino. I don't know if that means that uh, the brand of glasses had a store in the casino and he Ooh. stole them from the store, or if a guy left them on a blackjack table and he stole them from there. <coughs> Either way, money did not change hands. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the glasses did change face. And uh, <coughs> I, I just wanted to say again... Yeah, stop saying it. Thank Austin from Boston. I get more compliments on those glasses than anything that I've ever like worn. And some snide remarks. And I saw some in the same comment thing about people who weren't the, fucking fighting over COVID. They were all talking restrictions about restrictions. Were telling me to take off the fucking stupid glasses. Yeah. So <laughs> terms used to that. Hell yeah. Um. All right, Austin from wherever you are, if that is your real location. Actually, from Cincinnati, Ohio. What? Ohio. Hi. We were all just over in that region. I like the little Drew Carey show thing you just did there, too. Yep. Ohio, Ohio. We Fifi, got guy. Fifi, Fiesta. <laughs> we got Ong Guy. We got Austin from Boston. <laughs> all your favorites this week. Let's go. Yo, uh, I don't know if I mentioned last time we were talking about Cincinnati. I went to Cincinnati recently, and I went to a jazz club called The Point. I'm going to stop you right there, because I think he's calling in to kind of talk on already what you mentioned last week. Or was it called The Joint? I guarantee you Austin <laughs> will tell you right now. Oh, but I live here in Texas now. But I just wanted to say, Tom, you went to the Newport Aquarium, and that shit is fucking awesome, bro. I've been it's to a couple rad. aquariums, and you can't hold a candle to the Newport one, bro. They got um, everything. They got I'll, I'll show you the candle right here. You know it's it's called the Shed Aquarium in Chicago, Illinois. Check it out someday. I got to say, too, he says it's the Newport Aquarium, but Google Translate text called it the Buford Aquarium. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's back to the Square Dance Tour, God's algorithm. England exhibit. And so many tunnels and shit. I bet you did have fun on mushrooms. Second of all, the neighborhood you went to to see the jazz club is not called On the Rhine. It's called Over the Rhine. Over the Rhine. Over the Rhine, Bo? 
famous for infamously I thought maybe you would say something too. For being a horrible fucking neighborhood, it was like one of the. Me worst and my girlfriend were commenting on how, uh, like, like going to that jazz club. We walked, and for like two minutes of that walk, we were in what clearly was like I don't. I my fists are balled up. And I'm like standing close to her, and we shouldn't be in this neighborhood right Did now. Did she have mace and you had the car keys between the knuckles? <laughs> yeah, and then it's like you pass like one intersection and it's like fucking hoity toity coffee shops and jazz clubs. It's very interesting. Um, <clears throat> that reminded me, and maybe you remember this too, when we a few years ago were on No More Jobs tour, but we had to go fly to Atlanta for A3C Fest or yes. whatever. And then. Um, we hung out with Mercules and we found like a 6 a.m. bar. So leaving where we were at like 1, 2 a.m. and walking to find the 6 a.m. bar, I remember a stretch. I don't, I don't even know if we were with yeah, Merc Yeah, I remember then. that too. We were meeting. We were. Well, then maybe I felt more uh, protected because he's a bigger guy than me. And I no, thought maybe, maybe, I don't, maybe we weren't. Dude, I remember just us walking. Justice. Uh, but dude, no, justice just us. We definitely found ourselves through. It was like a park area where there's less street lamps, you know, and now it's more trees and there are a lot of vagrants, just bums. People on vagrants, drugs, the bad stuff, the hard <laughs> stuff. No, it was like, I, dude, I got the fist balling too where I was like, yo, we're, we're in, I just realized just now we're in Atlanta at 3 a.m. and we have no fucking idea where we are and we're the white guys and we're young. Exactly. And you got to put on that face now of like, like I'm trying to figure something out. I got my yeah. eyebrows. I'm not crowed. ready to kill all of you bums, <laughs> but I'm just thinking really hard while I walk. But you got to put on a face that you think like someone who looks at you is now thinking you're less of a bitch because you're like. I remember like getting to the next street and feeling like, yo, that was like that really made me anxious for like 90 seconds oh, yeah. walking through there. I was like, I feel surrounded right now, and these are like, it just was a bad vibe. It was 3 a.m. Atlanta in the middle of the park, no lights. I'm vagrants. in a neighborhood where I could. I could very and they were easily at see, <laughs> at the very least, getting like my phone jacked. Yeah, I'm not trying to get robbed or something. Having to take on like two, three Worse. guys at the same time. Do it. No, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> That's my favorite part now is like gesturing that the fans can't see of like my <laughs> pondering which button. Or he reached for I it. I reach my finger up like I'm about to smash the You button. almost <laughs> notion as if you weren't, eh, I'm not going to press no, it. I was like, eh, I'm going to pick my favorite one. Right. Horrible fucking neighborhood. It was like one of the worst neighborhoods in Cincinnati. House yeah. wouldn't even go there because they get fucking popped at, dude. But they they apparently it's gotten really nice in the last ten years. I haven't been to Over the Rhine in the last ten years, but I got lost there one time and I'm pretty sure I almost got killed. But apparently now they got like fucking ping pong tables in the middle of the fucking road and shit. People just playing ping pongs and hippies, you know, fucking that. street performers and shit. Hippies but, play uh, hacky yeah, sack. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't die up there, man. Uh, Cincinnati isn't the greatest place, and it fucking stinks, dude. Anyway, I'm out. Later, fag. Hey, yo. It's funny that you're willing to acknowledge all of that, but you're still clinging to that the Newport Aquarium is the best aquarium anywhere, hands down. You wouldn't agree? Go to the shed. It's a lot uh, better. I mean, yeah, we do live here. Um, both aquariums, though, me and my girl went to recently, and both aquariums didn't have an octopus. Bogus. The one at the shed, we asked. Boycott any aquarium. Boycott the shed aquarium. <laughs> the shed aquarium, we asked around, and their octopus just died. And then... Uh, COVID? Come on, dude. <laughs> it was on one of them wet markets. That's where they shipped it to. And then... Uh, Can I get at, a dozen raw tentacles and let me get... Uh, and then at the Newport one, we asked around again, 
and they were like uh they didn't say it died but they said that it was like being goofy lately and that they like took it away from this, the display this octopus is just going all bluey on us the lately. octopus was going bluey <laughs> on them and so we've been to two aquariums in the past like two months and it's both times been robbed of an it's half the reason we go there um the weird thing about the newport one we took a little bit of mushrooms and if you're tripping, the Newport one is like, uh, you like, you've been to the shed, so you know yeah, what the not, shed is not like. Not recently, but I can. Yeah, the Newport one, it's kind of like I don't want to use the word maze, but like once you go in, you have to get to the end to go out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're in. There's no. You go down an escalator. There's no up. Yeah. You know, and then like you just have to keep going. No claustrophobia there's, allowed. There's a point where it's like I feel I need like some fresh air. I need a bottle of water or something. I'm subterranean. <laughs> I'm surrounded by fish how do, how and do aquatic mammals. Of, how do I get out of this place? <laughs> and then I'm telling my girlfriend at one point like we just got to tough it out. Like you just got to keep walking through here. And I you're think. on mushrooms. Or yeah, they, they have these like uh, they're pretty cool. These like. Uh, hallways or whatever where it's all it's like a glass arced ceiling above you oh, and, you're, break the glass ceiling. and you're surrounded by a fish yeah. you know and there's fish floating above you and you're going through these little like water tunnels um, and it's dope but the water tunnels uh, the, the glass in them is like magnified you know yeah. So it's like kind of making me dizzy and sick when I'm like peering, when I'm getting a little closer to the glass. Would you say your eyes were going all bluey on you? Everything going bluey. <laughs> Did your vision happen to... <laughs> all I'm saying is like with the Newport Aquarium, once you're in it, you have to get... Once you're in the entrance, you got to get out to the exit. Uh, and that's kind of discomforting when you're tripping. That's all. So how like how also, long it's just was not, it's not the shit. If you can remember how long of a walk was it from escalator to escalator, entrance to exit that you were that you you know you can't like get out for that amount hour. of time. So you're in there. All right, I was gonna say if it's much longer than a half hour, I wouldn't be that worried about it. Like if if it's like ninety minutes, I'd be like yeah, like I got those like moments. Maybe I'm freaking out and it's it's really not even far freaking away. out, but when you're on mushrooms and you're like you're oh, yeah. doing this a lot. Yeah, freaking out, <laughs> as I call it. <laughs> you're not freaking out. I know. But you're almost like, you know, everyone can notice that you're doing this a lot. <sighs> yeah, you're really aware of your body and the, like breath sensations. Taking big, deep breaths and like, I feel weird. I feel buzzy. This guy loves air. <laughs> this guy trying to get COVID. <sighs> I tell you, <laughs> me and my girlfriend years ago went to the Art Institute and we dropped what a fan gave us in Phoenix and said was acid gel tabs. And oh, yeah. I don't know if this was acid. It was very strong. Isn't that the Kazam Demic title day with Monster, the Monster movie? That day? Yes. Yeah. I, took, I almost watched that last night. <laughs> I took a sliver of a hit, which I never used to do. I always used to be Mr. Give Me Three yeah. minimum. Uh, and I took like a sliver and it hit me like a sack of fucking bricks. Yep. And uh, we had to leave on like my account. We had to leave the museum. I was like, I can't do this. I'm, like every person in this room who's like whispering to, to their, whoever they're with, it's like they're whispering in my ear. And I'm like, I'm freaking out. I got to go. And my girlfriend, I'm like, we got to take an Uber back to the apartment. And she, and gets, you, she gets an Uber pool. I was about to cut you off because that's the detail <laughs> I remember more than anything is that you had to share that ride of freak out. Why the- did you get an Uber pool? I'll pay whatever it is. <laughs> She gets an Uber pool, and we share the ride with two girls, and the whole ride, I'm going, (laughs) (sighs) big deep breaths, big wide eyes, 
And we get to the first girls. We're the last destination. It's two other girls. And he's dropping both of them off first and then us. And we get to the first girl's destination. And the second girl goes, you know what? This is, she goes, you know what? I can get out right here. That's fine. And you and everybody's like, I saw everyone him. was relieved in that instance. You, her, her friend. No, I was the Uber like, driver's even, just on his phone call. Even more self-conscious because <laughs> I'm like, she's getting out because of me. Clearly, 100%. we're nowhere near her destination, and no. she's getting out. She's getting another Uber instantly, and she's not even pooling because of what you did to her. In it's because of this. Ride. She's gonna pay more for the ex. <sighs> Anyways, um, here's uh, another. I think it was the point or the joint. The point. Austin, it was one of those. We'll two. hear from you next week. <laughs> uh, we saw Rusty Burge, Aaron Jacobs, and John Taylor. Rusty Burge. Rusty Burge on the vibes. It I don't was know what's great. better, rats, scabies, or Rusty Burge. Rusty Burge. These are good names. <laughs> he played the vibes, and he was one of those guys who he holds two mallets in each hands between oh, yeah. different knuckles. I, so he's playing like four notes. As a percussionist, there was a time in my quote <clears throat> career <laughs> when I was in high school and had to do tournaments and stuff. I had to do that. It was so cool. It was You're maybe so the cool. worst. But I was like. Uh, there was other You're so percussionists. Cool. There was this one. What was her He's name? He's so cool. There was like this nerdy Indian girl who was an amazing musician, but because she was so like introverted and like I don't know, we were in high school and stuff, and the rest of us are like me and like Brad and you know Phil Battaglia and them, and it's just like, did you bully her? Did you goof on her? Did you make fun of her accent? On her probably, but pro- did you say thank you? Come again? I, I know. I, I don't think we would even do it much behind her back. I feel How like there was a little you, bit of a. I think her name was Harold. She was great, but like, she was amazing. Harold? No, like she was again, uh, foreign mm-hmm. from somewhere else, uh, uh, and she was like she she could do. I remember seeing her do the like four mallets between the knuckles xylophone solo thing. I'm like Jesus fucking Christ, like because I had to do that for a thing like my sophomore year or something and play my vibraphone solo in jazz band or whatever it was, and I was it was not good. Did she do? <laughs> did she do it though? Like it wasn't shit. She's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I guarantee you, she went on to like go to college for further percussion. She's doing shows. She's probably in Cincinnati at became the joint, drum major. The point, and she's probably like it's called. they're gonna make a movie like Whiplash about her in twenty years. I, you know, she was great. Uh, anyways, here's another call. What's the beef with Bell Station? Is it a bad venue? What's the deal? Here's uh, the beef. I sent somebody. It's from not a venue. Here's the thing about it. Salama. <laughs> okay. Here's the. Was that the girl playing vibraphones? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I meant to press. It stinks. That's the thing about Bell Station. Right. I think it can best be described as It stinks. It's not good for The um, best thing about Bell Station was the wings. And they were I One of our fans, I think his name was Zach. In fact, I got He never reached out. Zach if you hear this, it was Zach, I believe, chef guy who said the wings are a little dry, and I was he like, said, I "Next they were time good, we're out he's there, he's a chef. I'm listening to him. We're going back to Houston. We got to hit up where Zach. I'm going with this, <laughs> Zach. Zach. I did tell this I'm guy, hungry, bro. And just to rehash like the story about that Houston show a couple months ago, a month and a half ago, it was like uh, I had a hard time talking to fans because we were mid like conflict resolution. It was like. I was having. So a I like breakdown. talking to these guys, but I like I kept I was very distracted and, and and the insecurity came up. So I think he was even like trying to like you know hey let me get your number or like give me your number and I'll you know you can come to my restaurant and I'll cook you a meal. But I was like in I was in not give fans I just met my number mode because I had to make sure we could I'm perform. I'm never in that mode. So me neither. But like it's my number. It's sacred. I probably would have, and much before you would. I know. That's how I've I've said I've gotten those texts from Julius. I, I, I feel bad. I think I kind of cut him off. I think I was kind of just like, it, can, just email me. Just, like I, 
you know, I'll, I want to eat your food, but just email me. I don't want to do this right now. I don't want to. I don't know how cool you are. There's been people that abuse the number. A lot of people are cool. Uh, either way, I did mean that. I did mean that. Like when we go back for Skankfest in November, we're gonna try and stay. We like I said, we just booked a show in Austin. Uh, at the creek and we are playing again at that same rubber gloves place in denton the following night on um november okay. 13th and i think we're opening for um pudge's band who pudge nice. who made the brainwash beat it's their album release thing and since we're going to be Fuck in town yeah. we're like we're trying to perform while we're in town it's so always we, best to be the opening act austin we'll see you soon hopefully don't go back to cincy uh for thanksgiving too early you know uh, steal me <laughs> another pair of glasses um but yeah i, wanted, I was gonna do like more official announcement who cares uh it's Two hours into a podcast, but yeah, we got that's more things we're trying to make happen. We are working on shit. Uh, the deal with Bell Station, not a venue for specifically us. I would think any rap show. I would think any it is only show for a anything a venue for a DJ a DJ to stand up there with an iPad plugged into the aux, you know, and that's it. They only have accommodations for no performing stage. for a DJ, and it was like like a, a clubby. The drinks were way too expensive. A Lone Star was like eight bucks or some shit. It's like, this is stupid. I don't like, because we care about our fans, I want a Lone Star to be $3 or whatever, you totally. know? I just don't like the vibe of this fans place. Fans aside, I want a Lone Star for $3. So we had like, the sound was terrible. The guys that worked there didn't care that they weren't setting us up for fi- uh, success. Rather. No care. Um, we had to solve everything out. It's ourselves. like a hookah we, bar. We had to put up a bat signal for any sound man in Houston to show up, and one did and saved the show. Bob? Bobby. Bobby! Let's see if he can... Uh, let's hang out with him, too. My man. Um, yeah. It's just like a trendy-ass restaurant we, slash... We want to perform in places where we know we can have a good performance, where our DJ. sound will be good, where we feel comfortable being silly We played and in the booth. We, like, moved... It's where you eat wings. We, we played there. We moved a table <laughs> out of that booth yep. and performed in what is supposed to be an, a... a Place occupied by patrons to eat wings. And you want to talk about discouraging bumps in the road Not and a tour stage. shows. We would like to maybe think we were past certain things at a certain level of our, quote, career. It's been 15 years. 15 years, baby. <laughs> People think I'm... Palmer Square is for more than 10. Hot? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> you're hot because you're hot or something? I don't know. It's uh, We just thought we were past that. So sometimes you walk into a place and you know instantly. It's like, fuck, this one's going to be a... I, I'll tell you the truth. When I walked in there, I was still holding out some hilariously uh, naive. Like you still thought like there was a stage in back. There's a knock back a wall room. Down and I was you. like, "There's a back room." And I told you. I be. walked in there. I looked everywhere, and I was like, "Well, this isn't it." So then I walked into the door next to the entrance door, and it was a broom closet. And I went, "Well," <laughs> I just <laughs> we walked into a broom closet. Performing in a restaurant. But that's, yeah, performing Not in a restaurant. Not even a restaurant with a stage. And that's bad enough. Yo, we're probably going to perform in more restaurants before the end of the year. I don't even know, but it's just, it'll probably happen. Well, like the Middle East in yeah. Boston. Well, that's not the same. They, it's it's a, a restaurant. So is Chop Shop, but it's but half and half. Exactly. And yeah, there's a room, just like I was crossing my fingers at Bell Station. And because we'd there's never... There's a room in the back with a stage and a floor for people to watch. We'd never been in Houston before, and it is like, what, the second biggest city in the country? And there's just like... Is it? I think so. Damn. Um, and I, I just thought like... Like fattest? No, I think it overtook Chicago years ago as like, quote, second city of population because people were fleeing to Austin and Houston 
for the last decade as far as like better destinations. It's better an asterisk. Tax breaks and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a big city. And I'm like, I, we've never been there. We have fans. I'm like, we did. We had fans come out. And as they're coming out, it makes it feel worse. It makes it feel like here's more people that we can't like do our best behavior for. Like, I, I'm actually in a bad mood right now because of how poorly I think our show is going to go when it could have gone so much better if we just were somewhere else. So. I don't know. It was a little too late, but you know, we first time we played in Baltimore, we played in the basement of a pizza place where there were tables and pizza That's being right. served. It's like it, there's going to be more of those. Talk They're about not glamorous, but it's ball your fists up neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> that place was a shithole. Um, I think I got one or two more uh, voicemails pulled up. Let's get through these. What up, you fucking cack sackers? This is Shazer out. Boston. While we're on the subject, Boston, October, October 21st. 21st. Here we go. From Washington. Washington. Just your duty Bosh- lightning. Washington. From Washington. Just listening to your duty lightning episode because we're talking about Olive Garden. And the thing that really grinded my fucking gears during COVID was trying to give me some good Olive Garden when you can't sit down. You know, trying to do that Uber Eats, that Grubhub to the crib. This guy Uber Eated and Olive I Garden. I want my endless breadsticks soup and salad i ordered that shit i paid 45 dollars and i got one order of breadsticks one order of the chicken gnocchi soup what is this why are they still open doing doing endless breadsticks endless soup and salad you when they not- only send you one when you uber eats it they charge you for fucking <laughs> let them go no let them go off um <laughs> i honestly had forgotten about it we've been kind of out of the covid sitch over here for a little while now but where's it watching your fucking podcast really Made me reminisce back to the bad times. Yeah. I uh, yeah. thought I'd call and let you boys. I would have thought Washington. Hear it. Dude, air back it out. off, losers. <laughs> air that shit out. Did he say fuck off, loser? Yeah, he was quoting the guy in the comments. Awesome. Uh, I'm just kidding. This probably came in a week before <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> I would have thought Washington would be a place that's still like pretty. You know, it's the West Coast. I don't know. I just assume all the West Coast. Dude, Washington is like, was like the worst state after New York, or maybe before New York, right? as far as COVID. Remember? A year ago? Yeah, it was they like got the, Spokane The biggest there. spikes. <laughs> it's terrible. Spokane. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, what do you expect with an offer that's like, order this, and th- while you're here the whole night, we'll just keep bringing you more of it. When you order to your house, what is the Uber Eats guy going to keep going back to Olive Garden to get I'll you tell more you what breadsticks? It is. It's tyranny at its finest. It is this tyranny. This is Nazi Germany Holocaust. You couldn't have said it finer, my friend. <laughs> um, Better? But that that's like I I I liked that that just split up some of the other normal things calling about last week. It's like you know let's let's just hear this guy spouting off about Olive Garden because you know what good get angry. <laughs> I want you to go to your windows right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm of the. Uh, no, you can't really expect that. I door dashed uh, chilies when I visited my mom over the weekend because we decided we wanted like no we way. wanted chilies. And anyways, it shows up. It was pretty good. And then like the fries, of course, aren't because they're not fresh. You can't. And then my mom goes, "These fries, fries aren't very crispy." And I was like, "Mom, I don't start a thing." Like you we can't. we actually did a bang up job. How good this food is driver. for being a chilies delivery. I used to deliver for Pequods in Chicago. Yeah, best pizza in Chicago. If you're thinking Chicago style. Um, and any time that I would take an order where somebody ordered French fries, I would shake my head as I'm fucking getting getting the receipts and everything to go prep this delivery. Why? Why do you order 
yeah. French fries. It's going to be 30 put, minutes We put in the, the styrofoam box, box yeah. and then we put the styrofoam box in a plastic bag. And then when you get it, both the bag and the styrofoam box are covered in beads of water. And that's not Because say, all of the goodness of look, your French fries have been sucked out I of it. I think for any food, it's better to be there when it's fresh at your table. You know, or even curbside pickup if you live close, because it's never order fries let, delivery. Exactly, and I've had some fries that I got delivered and it was fine. But I, this is—I'm still not defending. Exception that. to the rule, and I still don't do it. And this was before it was all about things like Postmates and DoorDash, and those—they're different when you you just used to get delivered no from heart. the place. There's no heart exactly. in that shit. So like you, it, you know, it doesn't take seventy minutes to to do it front to back. In fact, if I did a curbside, I'd probably pick it up in 30 and be eaten in 40, you know, not 70 or whatever it is. But you, cost of convenience, right? You decided. You decided, I'm going to get delivered. I fucking, I'm not getting fries. I don't feel like going out right now. Whatever, but then, yeah, you can't like expect then to like, what are they going to, is the DoorDasher going to bring you more breadsticks and soup? You know, My manager just... at Pequod's was such a chiseler that I was working like a closing shift till two in the morning as a delivery driver in the back, seeing that there's like, there's no orders for the next fucking, for the foreseeable future. I'm just sitting here in my car watching Sopranos on my phone. Uh, and then you go up front and there's like three pickup orders that are for DoorDash and Postmates and shit. Like they're taking my, my work. Yeah. <laughs> they're the new Mexicans. And there's no they're heart. taking my job. It's crazy. <laughs> um, there's... Actually, there's only they, they were Mexican, by the way. <laughs> For the this is a coincidence, though. I knew it. I'm uh, clairvoyant. Uh, I had one more pulled up, but it's our. This dude uh, Hudson wrote in three separate times, um, and the header is "You saved my life," and it is the entire Papa Roach, whatever the cut my life into pieces la- last, last resort. resort. He on, just bro. sent us three different times. Talk about somebody to keep your eye on. <laughs> if we saved your life, Hudson, you're welcome. It feels like I had the CD in sixth grade, like everybody else. I don't. I know the words. You don't need to send me these lyrics. I feel like we're not out of the woods yet on saving this guy. No, I mean suffocation, no breathing. Don't give a fuck. (laughs) If you're sending Papa Roach lyrics, there's clearly still something wrong. What was What's the ending one? Um, Where's where's the one I like? (laughs) There it is. Would it be wrong? Would it be right? If I took my life tonight. Chances are that I might keep crying. I never knew fucking, what a fucking stop whining <laughs> suicide note last resort by Papa Roach was. What do you think? All I ever knew was fucking suffocation, no breathing. Cut, don't give a cut, my, cut life my life into bre- pieces. <laughs> this is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give a if I cut my arm bleeding. You like that rhyme? Didn't even know that last line. How could you? I only knew Papa Roach peripherally. Boo! Didn't Let do much for me. Filth. I'm not gonna lie. I respect and you pretend less. that I'm I not didn't. Gonna lie that I didn't download <laughs> Last Resort on Napster and burn it on. If a I was CD. in sixth grade when it came out or seventh, then you were still in elementary school. So yeah, you better have had it. Those were those were the years where it was acceptable to rock out. Except you're th- an elementary Chances school. Chances are that I might. Elementary <laughs> school kid jamming out to a song about suicide. All right, um, let's uh, hit some of these YouTube comments real quick. What are the people saying? What are the people saying about us? Uh, mostly on the new one, right? Meet the Snells. Beat switch up is nice. Nice. I can't help but agree. Um, you guys, I don't. What video is this on? It says you guys are goats. Oh, that's not an announcement. Got it. That's how that works. This is the worst part of the show. Uh, meet Y'all the Snells. Y'all are sheep. We're goats. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shit is so fucking real. Next one on Meet the Snells. Words can't express my gratitude. It's the same guy as the shit is so fucking real one. Rehypnol. I had to Google the name of this song to find out what it was. LOL. <laughs> now try Bareback Bathhouse next. Um, Please. Uh, Meet the Snells. I wouldn't change a thing about this song. But that's coming from Demented 420. So wow. take that with a grain of salt. Telling me you're an idiot. Um, even- Tell me you're an idiot without telling me you're an idiot. <laughs> even keel. Where can I get the Out With The Old on CD? Or do I just have to rip it off that uh, rip that shit off the internet? Yeah, it's not on CD because it's a collection of loose SoundCloud streams over our the, the decade that will be reviewed as our career. Bust a little hump, bro. <laughs> I recently... Um, uh, Ness Pav sent me a recommendation for an album by a band called Neon from 1970, mm-hmm. maybe 71 or two. Uh, album called Neon. It's not available on any streaming platform. I had to go on YouTube and download just a full. It's the whole thing. It's 45 minutes yeah. of their album. Yeah, and then I imported it into GarageBand. Yeah. And I exported each song individually wow. and put it in my iTunes. Wow. So I now have the album Neon by Neon. Wow. And you're going to do that for Face Melt and offer a direct download for our fans. Easy. That's all that you got to do. I th- that was just a description of how to do that. Should I do that? Can I do that? <laughs> I don't care. Uh, don't stream it. It's just like, um, it's so hard for people to bust a little hump <laughs> and get, like, obtain something they want and like to listen like do the work you know how for many times here, here's a little pro if tip if you really wanted it you do the work here's a little acumenal pro tip about getting things done when you catch yourself like getting excited about an idea or me or just minutes. having the thought of like here's what I gotta do later but I was about to start this movie or something like, right. and a lot of times I go like dude when I put even the like it stinks when I put that in the soundboard it was on my like that's a quick thing I'm gonna do but I, I let podcast weeks one or two go by after the suggestion from gosh and then i thought about it right you were you were on your way over you're like i'll be there in five and i was like well i'm not doing it now and i was like it's easy as soon as it crossed my mind that time i remembered why the fuck have i procrastinated even once before i'm going to have this in there and we're gonna and then we played off of it last week a bunch and it's like you know what if it's that small of an idea or i'm gonna book a world tour it's like stop thinking about it get out there and be somebody don't talk about it be about it. And look, I understand it's hard to conjure motivation. Everyone has roller coaster peaks and valleys of Fuck inspiration. That. But yo, soon, while you're thinking, stop thinking and adding stuff. While you're writing it in your to-do list, make sure to send that email to, not always, but really second guess it and go, is this something I can just knock out right now in like five easy minutes? And when it comes to like, yeah, finding music you love or supporting the artists you love Do in you the correct way, maybe spend 10 minutes doing it the way that supports them the most or whatever, or just allows you to enjoy it the most. I mean, technically, spend 10 minutes. I wasn't supporting the band at all. They didn't get anything out of what I'm doing, I'm, but I'm listening to it. You know, well, they they make it hard for you to listen to it in this day and age without it streaming and it only being on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, you know what to do. It takes what ten minutes. I assume they broke up shortly after that album, yeah. and they're all old men who aren't trying to like upload it on Spotify or whatever. Ah, fuck them. Uh, another question. Or, uh, what I'm saying is, <laughs> if it's on the here. internet, it's obtainable. Just bust a little hump. It's a little hump. Stop balancing garbage on top of the fucking loaded gar, and then just just take out the garbage bag and put a new one. Yeah, you only get more stressed the longer that to do list 
um, becomes. And then when things like download that song and take the garbage out are on the list because you just can't do it, that's called depression. Get the fuck up and start doing these things. Download that song, <laughs> listen to it while you take out the garbage. It's a good time. All right. Bimodal. I feel like this might be their best song. Wrong. Um, Mayday. You know <laughs> I think I did crush it, though, with a rhyme scheme in that that I can't really remember. I think it's definitely an underrated you know, less popular one take of ours, but I uh, I just don't feel like it's our best song. No, I, I would I would not. instantly disagree with that. But thank you, um, Mayday. It's hip to be square. Hall of Famers starting it off with that classic scene from Deer Hunter, and then following that up with the usual suspects. Genius. Yeah, we wrote that. What's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we made that with our friend, uh, and then meet the Snells. Nice. We'll end there. Thank you, whoever <laughs> said nice. It is nice. I appreciate that. Uh huh. So we got um. What do we got? We got this show in Chicago. We already told you everything that you need to know and that we now know about it. We hope to see everybody there, and we're sorry for any inconvenience. But tickets are on sale at the Palmer <clears throat> Palmer Squares dot com slash tour. Grab a ticket. Um, we'll talk about it one last time next week. But um, yeah, if you guys could make it, that'd be cool. And if not. We really understand. It's it's a weird fucking world at I'll this, say this juncture. Technically, if you think it's like a big hassle that you have to get a, a negative COVID-19 test uh, for entry, the people who are succumbing to the Nazism by showing their Vax card, they had to do more work. They had to go twice. Yeah. They had to go to CVS two times. Something I like to remind... You only got to go once, and it's free. Something I don't mind uh, saying from time advance. to time is it's not, it's, it's not always easy to do like the right thing or the smart thing. And I'm not saying I'm related to whatever you feel about COVID, but just in general, like uh, what's the other, lots of phrases in history of just like, uh, you know, the juice being worth the squeeze or nothing worth having ever comes easy. You got to crack saying, a few eggs to make an omelet. Thank you. All of the above. I don't know if that one works. They're but. all saying the same thing, which is like, it's not supposed to be easy. You know what the easiest thing to do is? Is to say, fuck you, loser, and stay home and not support or figure out how to get back out and, and function in the world. Do it however you want to do it. But yeah, I get it. It's not easy to, uh, you know, it, it's easier to not. That's what I, I'm trying to say. It's, it's always easier to not. Right. I don't want to get to the point where the Palmer Square's career is easier to not because it's just too fucking bullshit to deal with whatever used to be. Just shouldn't have to be this way. And then things are, and then it sucks, and then you get discouraged, and you get depressed. We're trying not to let any of that happen, and you shouldn't either. Again, it's end of times. Just enjoy your fucking life, but that doesn't mean take the easy route. Sometimes well, you got to think about stuff and do things that make you uncomfortable to fucking do, be the best version you can be in this I wonder society. if telling people that it's end times is really the greatest thing. Because it's meant, obviously, in I'm not in saying this week. week. I'm saying the next 500 enjoy. years. It, this is, I think Earth some people hear run. it's end times and think like, okay, I'm going to go into work with a machete tomorrow and kill everybody I don't like and then kill myself. Well, you said that, <laughs> not me. <laughs> you know what? Isn't there like religious country music songs about like live like you were dying and stuff and about like how the sanctity of life? I don't know, but there are. That's a, what I'm saying. Not to take machetes to work term. <laughs> That's how he hears stuff. Don't take your machetes <laughs> to work. Boy. I might play that. Um, there's a lot Except of country boy music is a songs outdated, about uh, <laughs> like being like uh, left by a woman or being wronged by a woman and then killing her. Yeah. That's before Jesus took the wheel. Um, There's a lot of murder ballads <laughs> in the genre of country, and I love a good murder ballad. Uh, again, Chicago, that's happening. Like I said, we have September a- September 17th. We have a very 
very cool event coming together and i and i don't have all the details yet but um before we go to boston we are trying to set up this thing in new york city which is maybe one of the strictest areas to have to do this type of shit but we're hoping we can make this work bill de blasio is a real douche for the time being um we have a tentative event that you're gonna hear it's you know still a couple months out for this one so we're finding out more and we'll let you know but new york city I just know that if we can pull this off, you're not going to want to miss it. So that's all I'll say now, and that's supposed to be on October 19th. Whether that happens or not, we're going to be in Boston with Jarve and Spose, um, sandwiched between them in the performance on October 21st at Sonia. Uh, yeah, get your get your Middle Eastern food and come on over and enjoy. Uh, it's a great restaurant. Yeah, I, I always like... Sometimes it's whatever, it's like, like a Mediterranean. place. Give you a drink ticket, and they give you one, and you'll be like, give me three. Like, what are you doing? I'm the artist or something. But then there's some place, and they give you, like, here, eat our food, and I'll be like, no, thanks. I'm going across the street. It looks better. Love it. Love Sonia Middle East. I love their, like, they and they always give the artists, like, a complimentary meal thing. Oh, yeah. And other places do that, and I don't use it, because I don't want, like, shitty fries and a reheated pizza right. or whatever. But, yeah, um, looking forward to that show. Uh, October 22nd, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I know that one is also like Chicago and like I'm sure New York and whatever. It's the uh, you got to prove something. You're gonna have to. Uh, vaccinations are going to be a part of it there. I, I confirmed that one. Figuring out the rest, but uh, either way, I also just heard another discouraging email about. Remember we were goofing? Like, are we even headlining that? I guess the group New Fame, those ladies we just played with in mm -hmm. um, San Antonio. I heard they split up, or they're having. Who knows if that's COVID related what? or just artistry, but. We're headlining Portsmouth Woo! now, so <laughs> moving back up the ladder. <laughs> how you like me now? How you like me now? I see. I don't know how to announce anything proper, so I just did you see do it um, like this at the end of the show? Did you see Patty the Baddies debut this weekend? I did not. Oh, no, I only saw the last. Um, you I got saw my the login. First... You can watch it again. Did, is that how? Did they replay all the fights? They um, they put them up individually on ESPN Plus. I'll watch it. I love that. We can watch it after this, maybe if there's time. It's. But, uh, Great. No, I only saw the main events and maybe the one before it. And Called then I saw it. the first couple where that guy got his leg stomped in and the fight before that. Was that was nasty. But I missed all the like the the middle. I saw the first couple, the last couple. It was all about Patty the Baddies' debut. No, I missed it. Very excited I, I had to, to leave. watch his UFC career was unfold. It Jack Shore? I watched the first. I had to leave during the first round of his, and I wanted to see. Jack Shore is great. Did he win? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because he's undefeated, right? He's that, undefeated. That he's definitely a future prospect. Uh, and the guy he was fighting, uh, I'm forgetting his name now, but he was on this recent uh, season of The Ultimate Fighter, and he didn't even place in the finals. So it was like, putting this guy against Jack Shore? You are one pathetic loser. I mean, he went he went the distance with him, which is <laughs> no saying offense. a lot. None taken. Oh, the Jack Shore fight was 15? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'll watch those. But, I, I uh, honestly didn't realize that, that I could pull, I love, how to pull them up on. Yeah, I've never done that. I was just watch live. When you go down on ESPN Plus, you can choose like every promotion. Hmm. And then there's a whole page for NBA. There's a whole hmm. page for UFC. There's a whole page for whatever. And they separate each fight on each card. Um, yeah. Patty Pimblet, Patty the Batty. Uh, I love this kid. I'm excited to watch him going forward um so i don't know what else i got nothing going on this weekend you said there's no fights this weekend nope you know why never forget we'll see you next week oh, to, to, yeah. to commemorate the 20 year is it saturday i think it's this weekend um seven eight nine 10, that makes 11, sense though. saturday it's kind of a it's probably a good look to not have uh, your events on that day. We almost booked a show we were talking about going somewhere else on the road on that date <laughs> and like look if it would have 
<laughs> if it would have happened with enough time, we'd, we'd have done it. But either way, from the jump, I was like, I'll do it. It's probably not the best day to be promoting any. It's 20 years ago. Yeah, get over it. We go from never forget to. We just, lost to the Taliban. <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, not a great look uh, to have lost to the Taliban on about the 20th anniversary. Um, Skankfesters, we'll see you out there in Houston. And uh, following that, the following weekend, yeah, I'll announce it now. And stay tuned for more info. But November 12th, we're going to do another event. It's going to be a late night event. Um, but like, yeah, we're getting a few hours to take over the. Uh, closing hours of the comedy club creek and cave austin texas actually tickets are on sale right now i forgot i was going to text you You guys we have a link we'll make sure to get that up this week it'll be up by the time you hear this yeah um that's huge for me i just love mm -hmm. seeing uh i clicked the link and just seeing and i, I wrote i wrote us website i had to us. write us like a bio that sounded like something for people who don't know who we are and i hate doing that like, sounded writing like about it's written by not you I'm, I, I liked what I came up with. I didn't want to overdo it, but you can't underdo it like we do on all of our public bios that say whatever else. I, I just said, like, what's it say? Like, we've been friends since elementary school, started rapping as a joke in high school, and the joke's on us now because we do it for a living. Not bad for a couple squares. That's it, because I, I don't care. I don't care that people, so their debut album charted at blah, 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 blah. I don't, whatever. But when you're putting your thing on like this, and I, I want it to, like, have... The, you know, spooky language inspired by George Carlin. Like I got a, it's at a comedy club. I made sure to find craft it for this show. Our... So people that don't know who we are, oh, they perform at Skankfest and they right. like Carlin and they've been doing this for ten years our and their new albums the out. Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I, I like seeing the link pop up on that too because being comedy fans, Legion of Skanks fans, having a history of just liking to visit the creek when we're on the road and have time. Mm -hmm. That's how this show came to be because we liked visiting there and then we made friends with like the staff and the people that perform there. Shout and out now, Clay. Now we're emailing the club owner and um, they told us before we left Austin two months ago, hey, you know, you guys are cool. If you ever want to book a show here, let us know. And we're like, fuck yeah. So um, we're in town. And then Denton opening for Pudge's album release on uh, November 13th. Same spot, rubber gloves. If you were there in July, come back out. We'll do some different shit. And um, if not, it's all good. It's a quick turnaround. Uh, I guess that's it. Subscribe to the podcast. Much appreciated. Much blast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, mm -hmm. uh, please hit subscribe. Hit the five-star thing. That's, uh, that's another one-click thing. Rate us. Rape us. Give us the highest rating possible, regardless of your opinions. Yep. And uh, subscribe. I like how they discuss things openly, honestly, fair, and balanced. <laughs> yeah, leave a comment. Just hit the stars button. <laughs> leave a um, comment so somebody can reply to it. Fuck off. Fuck loser. off, retard. <laughs> um, what loser. else? Forgot to I, I just too. love anyone who keeps in this world of like uh, perpetuating like slang and just harsh things to say. Hey, look, I know we like talking shit. We do it every week. People that use loser, I think loser is like a timeless good insult. It's it's second. It's not to, gonna get you in trouble. It's second to goober. <laughs> it's not gonna get you in trouble. You're not my mom. And goober. it's going to sting whoever you're using it against. I yeah. promise. I love loser. The, the Beck album. The movie uh, with Jason uh, Biggs. <laughs> God damn it! I've seen that movie more than once. Um, well, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, this week, there was... I didn't know what to play maybe last week. Doug Got a lot of homies dropping Rizzy's fire. catalog to just play some cool shit that's been out. But um, yeah, now I have like the next five weeks because so many yes, buddies of do. ours just dropped music. And we're going to start it off with uh, our pal, who we haven't played in a while, UBI. Um, with the his, homie! His uh, first independent release. Yeah. Uh, this is called YKTG. You know the game. And I feel like it's also fitting, too, at this point, 
some of the discussion. Uh, life is a game. <laughs> Play by the rules. And it all ends pretty quickly. So, you know. Uh, but this is, we were just saying too before the episode, Yubi, one of the most, and I don't want to say like underappreciated, but maybe one of the best it's lyricists just, I've ever heard right. in my life. And for <laughs> rhyme pattern professionals. To that point, it's, uh, it's a goddamn shame, the shine that this guy should be getting. I, he's had shine, and I think uh, he's got the gumption Whatever to get a lot more. Whatever shine he's had, there should be more. I'm just saying As that. As somebody who has, who's had to write a lot of raps over the last uh, you know, decade and change of my life, uh, impressive shit every single time. And that is no different with uh, You Know the Game, the first single from UB. Support him. Follow his new accounts and stuff. If uh, I'm not sure. if uh, I know he was rebranding a little bit and had his solo page, the Nonsense Crew page. But follow people on Spotify. That goes for him. That goes for us. It, it helps us. It's, it makes you know every time we... Um, have a release. You don't even have to listen to this shitty three-hour podcast to find out. You'll just get alerts, and it makes our, you know, makes us look good to everybody else. So support everybody in the Smoochie Gang playlist. Support these are our friends and Crystal Gale, of course. But you know, mostly our friends. She's our friend. Yeah, in spirit. Uh, thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next week on the TPO Sports Podcast. Smooches. Kill Whitey. You know the game, you know the game Everybody rapping who with a gang Check up with him while you doing your thing Or they let the weapon burn, shoot up your frame What you think a thug will do for the chain? Just imagine getting Gucci and fame Catch you slipping, lipping, loose in your lane And snatch your whip and get to shooting the fame You know the game, dog in his day Pluto is tame, Pujo insane We do know the difference between it No matter what they been saying, it's pseudo the same Kick it, punch it, chop it, judo the game Hundred hands, slap it, two the game Play it, then pay it when you owe the game You know the game, you know the game You know the game, hurry up and wait You've been wasting time, lose your place in line They've been using while well, I maneuver to rejuvenate when I illuminate the vibe It only take one to make a move and three to make a crowd And two to break a tie Watch the way that you speaking and I can see weakness in a man Through the naked eye, taking my aim, target maintain Go Achilles Hill, military drill I'm leaking like a soda when it's spilled Overkill it so they know the shit is real They motion is broken as a wheel with no spoke I'm corrosive with the quill Run up in the spot, seize the dough We've been told we supposed to get the mills I run on my own, I never chill Forever ill with the killer protocol I keep If you think that you can play around, I will Take the crown, you don't belong with me Autonomy, I'm Honestly, you rap dudes are sort of like Pokemon to me The way I hunt them down, throw my balls around And end up with another trophy on the street Give me my gym badge, ask how am I? Fuck out, I've been bad Living out castle, whatever they in fat I've never been that, deliver the big bag Your shit's sad, your visual is trash I never give them less than a cinema syntax We had enough of your illegitimate mishap Now you better brace for the imminent impact You know the game, you know the game You know the game, you know the game Everybody rapping cool with a gang Check up with them while you're doing your thing Or they let that weapon shoot up your frame What you think a thug will do for the chain? Just imagine getting Gucci and fame you know the game, you know the game, you know the game Dog in his day, Pluto is tame, Pujo insane We do know the difference between it, no matter what they've been saying It's pseudo the same, kick it, punch it, chop it, judo the game Hundred hands, slap it, sumo the game Play it, then pay it when you owe the game You know the game, you know the game I'm steady killing shit and living the odds Never did it, timid, pivot or pause When I spit it, then they give it applause Even if and when I did it with flaws Negativity throwing them off Who'd have thought that they were totally soft Cut the time off, quoted them wrong Told you to leave and they know you to dawn What well, the truth is, getting in Got a lot to do with fitting in Dropping loot and getting dividends What you got to do for an admission in Pay the fee to see the opportunity It's not a lot to say but it's a lot to do Locked me in and did it The rip was still it got me in the pip a proper room Shaking hands trying to make advance Bloody sweating tears for the sake of fans Believe it and if and they say I can I follow dream and try to take a chance Nothing ventured led to nothing gained You miss every shot that you never take Kicking game 
and say that you okay, but no, it don't equate to any food or making cake. I soaked up a lot of things from a lot of dudes with a lot of game. When they took a pic, they said, sorry, dude, but you gotta move out of frame. Hand me the phone, then strike a pose like, go and take it for us. Pay the supporters when they adore us, so the day they ignore us, the way the stegosaurus play the course. You know the game, you know the game, you know the game, you know the game. Everybody rapping cool with a gang. Check up with them while you're doing your thing, or they let that weapon brrr, shoot up your frame. What you think a thug will do for the chain? Just imagine getting Gucci and fame. You know the game, you know the game, you know the game. Dog of his day, Pluto is tame, Cujo insane. We do know the difference between it. No matter what they've been saying, it's Pluto the same. Play it, then pay it when you owe the game. Tell you to leave it when you overstay. Don't forget to remember when you go away. You know the game, you know the game. Throwing your own severed penis out the window of a moving car should not be a crime.